This is Real Talk Real Talk Radio This is Real Talk High Praise Ministries presents Real Talk Real Talk This is Real Talk Real Talk Radio This is Real Talk High Praise Ministries presents Real Talk Real Talk <laughs> all right, all right, we back, we back. All right, once again, we are here with another episode of the Real Talk Podcast. I am your host, as always, Pastor Jesse Jones, along with the pastor's crew today. We got the we got the dynamic, the apostolic authority himself, the man who undercover be shooting people in the face, even though he don't want to say he do. He's the one and only God's bullet. A.K.A. J.C. Wallace. Say hi to folks, sir. What it do, what it do. And, of course, across from me, as always, we have the indomitable liar. He is the one and only. He's the abominable snowman. The, <laughs> the indomitable <laughs> liar. Yes, yes. Let me what say it another way. about? The, uh, the, incompre- the incomparable comparable. liar. Yeah, you, can't, you are not to be compared. There's no one compares to Don't nobody lie quite like you. <laughs> what what I ever lied about? I don't remember nothing I lied about. That's the problem. That, that's what makes you such a bad liar, but a good liar is you never I remember lie. lying. I tell parables. There's a different thing about. That is not the same thing. Yeah. That is not the it's same liking. thing at all. It's like it. It's not. It's like it. It's not. It's not. No, no, because a parable is a is a story that has a a a point and a message at the end. Yeah, you I lie just to be lying. Yeah, I have a lot of points and messages behind what I have. Yeah, lies. It's like I'm, my, my <laughs> stories are like Jordan Peele movies. You gotta read. You gotta listen to the details. I know good and well you did not just compare yourself. To Jordan, mother loving people. I yeah, know. Yeah, we got the same. Jordan, Jordan. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm the same way. No. You did not just compare yourself to Jordan Peele. Yeah. It Get wasn't your, for me, Jordan Peele, I want to be famous. See, this is the stuff right here. That's that, I that gave right him there. views on his show. Jordan I gave, Landfield. I gave him views on his show when he was busy unknown. Mad TV. So, anyway, as you can hear, this is the vo- that's the voice of our very own uh, apostolic liar himself. <laughs> he is. Uh, uh, unrepented Judas, aka Pastor J. Jordan. Say hi to folks, sir. Hola, como estas? Bonjour. I'm bilingual. Did you just, you just gonna start the whole episode offline? What I said, hola, como estas? That's, that's you bilingual thing. just because you're speaking fake tongues. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard him speaking tongues? I just be listening. It'd be like, ba, 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 ba. Ba, ba, that ain't the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Not the Holy Ghost I know. Ba, ba, banshee. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, 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 Like, you go somewhere here. <laughs> I have spoken. What's that? Spanish, right? See, what? the fact that you don't even know what you're speaking I'm further lets us know. I'm going to take a little time. Ain't just unknown times. That's unknown, unknown. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, you look like you took Spanish in school. Yeah, I took Spanish in school. I could tell you took Spanish in school. Because I came from a poor school. We only had two options, Spanish or French, and I saw the trend. I was like, I'm going to go ahead and take this Spanish. I took French. Jim up here, J. Jordan. Boom. That means my name is J. Jordan. Boom. Didn't think I knew French, did you? Kyle's prepped the promo somewhere around here. You, 
saying what your name is in French is like saying hi in Spanish. You line up 10 random people. I guarantee you at least eight of them know it. They know how to say their name in I French. Don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. That should be a poll question for the week. It, it's, it's not going to be. It, it's not. But anyway, we go. <laughs> I don't even know. This nigga got me so discombobulated. I don't even know where to go from here. I swear I don't. Uh, <laughs> we go go ahead and just jump right on in because I'm losing my mind here uh, with the, with our first topic here. <sighs> just get ready for us to rant a little bit today, um, especially me. Our first topic is one of them that's going to piss me off. It has Would you mind? <laughs> I'm sorry. The microphone no, makes right. me feel like doing it, y'all. Makes me feel like doing Motown's ready. If I live in that kiss and I held you tight to the morning light. I, I, I don't want you. I don't want you to, to, to hyperventilate in the middle of the song. Right. <laughs> like you're about to hoop the song. Taking one of them uh, Stephen Price uh, deep breaths when he be breaching. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nobody's saving this podcast. Listen, <laughs> his deep breath voice sound like he done sucked up the whole atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying like, Dad, go on, let it out, bro. We can't breathe. <laughs> Get your boy, Jay. Get your boy. I'm weak. Because it's so true. <laughs> like that. Jesus Christ, what is that? <laughs> I almost thought he swallowed the microphone for a second. He's like a vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down, Dirt Devil. <laughs> Not Dirt Devil. <laughs> words over here. Shout out to you, sir. Shout out to you. The views are not expressed by Victory Harbor's <laughs> network at all. Oh, yes, yeah, Church Atlanta. We want all the smoke. We, we about to be the first first church to officially start beef. Might <laughs> <laughs> be church virgins out here. Yeah. Oh my God. Run up, get done up. Oh, this is why I love this podcast. I swear for the Lord, I do. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> we. Okay. We'll go ahead and get started and start with our first topic. Uh, our first topic of the day, what we're going to be dealing with is deconstructionism. And I am calling deconstructionism, especially the way it has been presented over the last uh, three to four years, maybe five years. Mm-hmm. Um, probably one of the more idiotic and dumb movements that the Christian church has adapted into itself in a long time. For those who don't know what deconstructionism is, the essence of the deconstructionism movement is basically, in its bare bones basic level, you are picking apart your faith. Not in an effort to improve it, because I have heard no one really offer solutions, but it's in an effort to justify why you walk away from the church or why you walk away from the faith and begin to adopt your own pick and choose portions of religion or or the faith or what have you Mm -hmm. to suit yourself. You will point out every problem with the church. You will point out every issue with the church and offer no solutions other than that's why I don't go to church. Right. So 
yeah, yeah. This is this is where we're gonna go with our first topic. I felt like it was important enough to destroy. Jesse, um, I think your screen protector has had enough. Listen, <laughs> it has more than had enough, but I have yet to go. I have yet to go. Yeah, to you looking enough. like looking like Grandmama's Bible over there. Yeah, yeah. It it it's, <laughs> it's it's gotten jacked up. You ain't lying. I I can't say you lying on that. It is jacked up. I have I just ain't been patient enough to go ahead to T-Mobile and. And get my free screen protector. I'll just be honest with you. It's I, free? I, yeah, yeah. I get a free one every time. Uh, no matter how many I need. I, I yes, just you go with it free. It's not that I can't afford it. I just ain't had, I just ain't had the patience to go get it. <laughs> not being cheap. You can afford free. <laughs> I'm weak. I just ain't had the patience to go get it. That's oh, my God. That's so, that's so funny. Oh, that's so, like, funny. I, just, I really legit have not had the patience to go get it. For the most part, really, all this July, I have rarely even been out the house. Mm. So... That's not my testimony. Yeah, but you ain't supposed to be on vacation this month. I'm supposed to be. It ain't happened, but I'm supposed to be. Yeah, I seen you at church last Saturday. What happened? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that was we we were, had booked that in advance. That is, uh, uh we were doing a leadership conference for my good friend Bishop uh, Mark Miller. Shout out to Bishop Mark Miller, Apostolic Holy Temple, uh, out there in I Columbus, know Mark Ohio. Miller, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, he's good, good people. He's real good people. Sound familiar. Yeah, Mark, you know Mark. Miller. I'm talking about the church. Yeah, yeah, oh. they're it's their uh uh their borderline institution in Columbus, where where their church was before the roof caved in was off of uh, Stanball, Stanball Avenue, um, you probably South Side. Mm. It's possible because they've been around like he, it, he they've been around for some years. Like mm. he hasn't been pastor for all of those years. But they've been around like some had years. To see years. Oh, the building's not the same now. They're, they're I'm, now pro- I'm sorry, I probably have to see him. Oh, okay. See yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's good people. Yeah, he's you real probably, good you people. You know, you probably know met him once. But yeah, we was out there. He asked, he asked me, me and my wife to uh, help out with his leadership conference. Well, I did a good job. She really did, especially for our first time, for our first time being out, uh, uh, you know, out of high praise ministries teaching. She did a yeah, real good job. She did way better than you. That's good. I want to do better than me. Yeah, I was like, all first right. of all, she ain't pissed nobody off, so she <laughs> it wasn't hard to do better than yeah, me. She, she got to stay in the basement. She got done. <laughs> When JC got there, it was quiet. I was like, golly. Is there anybody there? <laughs> Listen, these the, 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 you know what happens when I go. You start you start to feel the same effects when you go out now, too. You go out, you tell the truth. People get upset, you tell the truth. And so, you know, it is what it is. I can at least a hand. Tell the truth, shame the devil. No, I ain't trying, I'm not even trying to shame the devil. I'm telling the truth and, and, and shame the people. And to being able and to, and to moving into truth. Because half of the things that ain't true that they've been believing ain't got nothing to do with the devil. It has been their own stuff that they have come up with in order to make themselves feel better. Well. Just like this deconstructionism that people be doing. They come up with their own stuff to make them feel better. See how I did that? I broke that back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. You good. I do this. I do this. That boy good. That boy good. But yeah, this is what what has been going on in, in, in the church over the last five years or so. People are just picking it apart for their own comfort mm-hmm. so basically you're saying t- basically trying to break down what certain doctrinal truths or just b- justifying why they uh, aren't progressing in the faith or operating in the faith or whatever the case may be it's all the above they're trying to break down doctrinal truths because they either don't like them or they don't fit or they have listened to somebody who sounds intelligent and it has confused them. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, are uncomfortable in church. And because they have the dreaded church hurt, they have decided that they're going to take that church hurt 
and apply it to every church across the world. And so now all churches are like this. And so I'm going to, this is why I don't go to church because all the y'all church folk are, all the y'all pastors are, and they do this type of crap. Wait, wait. Somebody just commented and said, oh my God, I never seen you do prophetic hour. This is so cool. <laughs> I'm not. That was clickbait. <laughs> that was clickbait. Greetings, Miss. Uh, greetings, Miss Maya. Miss Maya is the one who was uh, who was commenting with me on your uh, bucket list post. So, yeah. greetings, Miss Stevens. Yeah, Jesse said, "Hey, nah, this is not prophetic hour. This is actually just that was clickbait." Because I told you, I know. I told you, it's gonna niggas work. don't tune in unless it's petty or I prophetic. I told you, so it's working. <laughs> But I, pro- I promise you, I, I promise you, Miss Mike, you will enjoy the podcast. It could, it could get pretty prophetic, uh, given these topics that we're going to be discussing. Well, I seriously. told you, if you put prophetic on it, they come in like, like honey to flies. <laughs> That's and, so funny. And, 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 and Mike, I'm not saying that there's anything that people don't have church hurt. Because I saw that you said you have church hurt. I'm not saying that people don't have church hurt. But the but what people often do, especially with this deconstructionism movement, is they take their church hurt. Apply it to all churches and use that as a reason to not go to church, mm-hmm. not have a pastor, not have so, anything. So let me ask you a question: What is church hurt? Bring, bring my but first, first, first before we establish what church hurt is, let's get a working definition mm-hmm. for our our listening and viewer audience of deconstructionism. Okay, let's go. Let's go ahead and go to the dictionary. I like dictionary. Give me a second. Dictionary.com. So. Okay, so this actually is according to Wikipedia this time. I just, just typed it in. So, faith decon- deconstruction, is, deconstruction, also known as deconstructing faith, evangelical deconstruction, or the deconstruction movement, is a phenomenon within American evangelism in which Christians rethink their faith and jettison previously held beliefs, sometimes to the point of no longer identifying as Christians. Work for you? Say that again. <laughs> that was a lot. Like, we... Can we get it, it, the deconstructionism for dummies? Like, right. crying out loud, Jay is here. God, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I came loaded tonight. <laughs> this is no. I'll, 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 I'll use. I'll use cage match tonight, buddy. No, no, ever since, alternate wording. I'll ever since he went Apostle Greenleaf on us. And you see that on Facebook? Yeah. Ain't nobody seen that but me. I'm like this. Anybody pay attention? That he just, oh, he just upgraded himself out of nowhere. Well, listen, listen. That, that follows a whole other trend. People upgrading themselves all oh, over the place. Oh, uh, uh, but so I'm, I'll use some alternate wording. It is a trend within the American church in which Christians rethink their faith and they throw aside previously held beliefs, often to the point of no, no longer saying they're Christians. Mm, mm, so they're rethinking you. everything. And saying this is why I'm not a Christian. This is why mm. I don't go to church. Or they're taking other. Taking do they know what Christian means? No, no. People Mo- are- most people you talk to don't, because most people say now I'm not a Christian. That's so a, you do or you don't follow Christ, right? Like that's 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 the thing. How can you say you have such a relationship with Jesus mm-hmm. and the audacity to say I'm not a Christian? Because that simply means to be a follower of Christ. That's what, mm-hmm. That was the moniker given to the early church because they were, in fact, followers of Christ. Now, I think that in reality, when people say it, it could 
hold weight mm-hmm. for the simple fact that is if you watch certain people's lifestyles and certain people's movements, there's no way they're following Christ. Because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't look like where you're going is in the direction that Christ is going in the first place. So you may be telling the truth, mm-hmm. but to say that you're not a Christian simply because you don't agree with certain doctrines or certain teachings as it pertains to the word of God is probably the most foolish, outlandish uh, way of reasoning that I've ever heard. And the, it's like, God, I want you, but I don't want you. Right. And the worst thing about it is, is to me anyway, is, and I've said this for years, the church is the only entity that goes through this kind of scrutiny. If you don't, if you love pizza, you get a bad pizza from your favorite pizza place. You don't stop eating pizza. You mm-hmm. may no longer eat at that pizza place, but you'll find you another pizza place. Mm-hmm. You go to work. You don't like your boss. You may quit. You don't stop working. You go to you find yourself another job. The church mm-hmm. is the only place where that if one person or one thing goes wrong, screw them all. Mm-hmm. She says uh, could mean that they denounce the spirit of religion. See, that's another problem that I have with today's church because one we gotta uh um establish i'll let I you pull up to that in a minute um <laughs> but we gotta establish a working definition yeah, they're gonna, they gonna make it work tonight <laughs> what what religion is and religion is simply the belief in something higher than yourself, a personal God per, per se. It's like it's it's basically that's what religion is. It's, it's, religion is basically saying, I I believe in God, or I believe in a higher power. It has really literally nothing to do with doctrine, mm-hmm. or or holding certain beliefs. It's just that I simply believe in God. Now. Where we get into um, things deeper into religion um, in terms of doctrine and things of that nature. Like, it's foolish to just say, I denounce religion, but I believe in God, which, because religion is a belief in God. Mm-hmm. In, its, in its simplest form, religion is literally belief in God. He- now, separation is um, doctrine. That's where religion gets divided in so many places. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not so much I believe in God. It's what's his position or how do I view God? That's right. That's what causes separation. It's not religion. It's, 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 it's how we view God. The belief in God itself is religion. But let, how we view God is what causes separation. Let me, let me dumb that down for some folk. Uh, since since we're trying to you know make sure it can hit everybody, think of it like this. So it is religion is like practicing medicine. Mm-hmm. You are a doctor. You practice medicine. General mm-hmm. practitioner. Mm-hmm. When you get into uh, Christianity or Islam or whatever it is, that now becomes your specialty. You are a heart surgeon. You are a podiatrist. You are a, a cardiologist. You have specialized, which then removes you from a certain pack. That is where, mm-hmm. as JC was saying, that is where the separation comes in. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. the the thought process that you can say in one breath, I remove myself from religion, mm-hmm. and at the same breath say I believe in God is crazy, but it's also built upon a a a, a misinterpretation of what was meant with the, the spirit of religion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As Jesus talked about religion, how we how we have overstarted mm-hmm. or said said that way, he was talking about the kind of bondage that the Sadducees and Pharisees and, mm-hmm. and the scribes of the day, the religious leaders of the day, were trying to put the people under mm-hmm. in terms of how they ruled them. It was the difference between the letter of the law mm-hmm. and the spirit of the law. It was the difference between okay, we caught this woman in the act of adultery, mm-hmm. but we're not going to bring the dude she was screwing, mm-hmm. who was also in adultery, mm-hmm. and we're going to make you decide if she should live or die, but we don't have the authority to cast the first stone because we was all doing something like six seconds ago. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of a difference. It's that kind of a thing. And so until we can understand really what these concepts are, we're just mm-hmm. spouting out terms to make ourselves feel better. This is why the concept of deconstructionism pisses mm-hmm. me off because we're just spouting out stuff to make ourselves feel better because we have decided in this generation or maybe happened in, in the last generation, I don't know, but we have decided that all of a sudden we want this we want this walk to be comfortable. As long as it's not comfortable, I get to remove myself from right. it. And see, what people got to understand is that Jesus never really spoke negatively about religion, <coughs> per se. Mm-hmm. Jesus had nothing but high regard to religion. Um, because, like I said, religion is simply the belief in God. Mm-hmm. What Jesus had an issue with was man's interpretation of religion and self-righteousness. Mm-hmm. This is where he... That's the term. That, that, that's where he drew the line. Mm-hmm. Self-righteousness... Is what causes the separation. Self-righteousness is what causes division. And so when you're talking about what separates us from God is allowing man's interpretation of who God is to you be the guide for your life rather than trying to develop an interpersonal relationship with God for yourself. Um, And so that's the the biggest thing because I, I hate that. You know, when we say, oh, that's a religious spirit or the spiritual spirit of religion or whatever the case may be, and we don't necessarily have a working uh, understanding of exactly what religion essentially is. Mm-hmm. Uh, our issue is not religion. Our issue is self-righteousness, which is much like what Jesus' issue was. Mm-hmm. Whenever he addressed the Pharisees, it wasn't because of their religion. It was because of their self-righteousness. self-righteousness. That's right. It was because they they allowed themselves to be placed on this pedestal because they felt like because they were keeping. And so what religion does is that we it establishes the essential or initial belief in God. But what self-righteousness does is that it picks and chooses what it wants to believe about God. Mm-hmm. And so that was Jesus's issue with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He says, you believe this. But it also says this, and you don't hold dear this belief as much as you do this belief. Mm-hmm. And in other words, what you're trying to do is you're trying to take the law mm-hmm. and, and his commandments and make it conducive to your living as opposed to holding up the standard completely and fully of what God said. Mm-hmm. And so that's what causes separation because you got a whole bunch of people who are trying to pick and choose what they want to believe as it pertains to what God said. 
and 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 this is why we see so many debates on social media, um, and so many things coming out, especially in the day as far as doctrine, giving, tithing, all that kind of stuff. Uh, now, uh, T.D. Jakes is a hot topic because of his position when he said that uh, we're raising women to be men without people really <laughs> taking in the whole context. context, and and that's the problem. What causes separation, realistically, is the fact that we take clips and try to live clips out of context. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just talking about what people say virally. I'm talking about your catchphrases and your cliche scriptures. Because if we be honest about it, there are a lot of scriptures that say something that don't say something. That's right. And what I mean by that is that if you take it by that verse, that's what it said. But if you take it in context and understand it fully, mm -hmm. then what you find is that it says something totally different. And that's what causes separation is because you have some people who attempt to live out their beliefs and their faith and their salvation contextually. And then you have some people who try to live it by sound bites and try to live it through the guise of what somebody else said or somebody else taught them. And the, and the whole issue is, and, and, and this is, and, and, and while we're talking about Jesus, this is kind of why Jesus said, I didn't come to bring peace, but I came to separate mothers from daughters and fathers from sons. Mm -hmm. Because he said, there's some things that they hold dear and some ways that they have that are not going to be uh, fruitful for your moving forward. And so I have to create division and drive a wedge between the two, not so that there's a war in the home, but so that what worked for them or what you think worked for them, that you don't try to apply for yourself. And so basically, what relationship set does is it takes religion and it makes it personal. And that's the issue and that's the place that many of us struggle is that we have an issue with religion because we, we forgot to make it personal. Jack? So like, quiet. the book of James, it, it addresses what religion is. James chapter 1 verse 27. You better talk about James. James is actually my favorite book in the whole Bible. No. Mm -hmm. Like, and if you know the story of James, it's, it's a it's a it's a powerful story, and it holds weight to me because here you got James. Sorry, not trying to take your thunder, but James grew up with Jesus. Yeah, he's a he's a whole he, 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 mm -hmm. his whole whole life he rocked with Jesus and didn't come into belief until after his own brother died. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like, ain't that crazy? Yeah, that's fast. That it takes tragedy to, to see truth. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem that many of us are having right now in today's world. Is that we don't want to acknowledge truth until we find tragedy. Alright, go ahead, my bad. Talk about James. So James one. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Oh, you gonna have to Glory. <laughs> they should have never let you be a possible. Right. <laughs> But it says in James That's 1, 27, it says, it says, pure and undefiled religion before God, uh -huh. the Father, is this. Yes, sir. Uh -huh. so, his, so they're saying that God is a pure and undefiled religion. Mm -hmm. Read the word, that sir. That is him. To visit orphans and widows in trouble uh -huh. and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Say it, say Who's it, say James it. what? 1 and 27. What translation are you reading? Uh, New King James Version. New King James. 1 and 27. James. <clears throat> You can go. You can go while he looks. Yeah, go. That's, that's it. That's the, that's the only <laughs> verse. That's that's the last verse of that chapter. But I mean, that's but it, it addresses the religious topic. James was addressing that, saying mm -hmm. that there is a religion that we have mm -hmm. 
Because religion means to practice something, which we said we are walking with God, we're Christians, mm -hmm. and he's the example of that. So to deny that completely, we know we need relationship, but that's a given. With anything in life, it requires relationship because there's communication, there's connection. That's, there's, that's the, the conduits of relationship. But he's not common. And, and, and so, yeah, you're right. And, and, and I like the way James says it because he doesn't just give us a Webster de definition right. of, of what religion is or truly is. He gives us a practical definition. Mm -hmm. He says religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this. Mm -hmm. And then he gives you the method to the madness. Mm -hmm. He didn't say try to figure this out. He said, no, I'm going to give you the blueprint. I'm going to give you the whole thing. Of how to have true religion. Mm -hmm. Huh? Mm -hmm. No trademark infringement attended. But I'm going to give you, you the a, blueprint. You begin a letter in the mail. To, I know, right? <laughs> to, to, to have pure, pure religion. He said to visit the orphans mm -hmm. and widows in their affliction. That's step one. Mm -hmm. Then he says, and to keep oneself unstained from the world. So he gives us two, two pathways to this. Well, not two pathways. They're they're one and the same. Yeah, they're practical. It's they're practical. practically because in order for you to one keep yourself unstained from uh, uh, from the world, I'm you have holy. to you have to you one you have to live holy, mm -hmm. and you have to execute. Mm -hmm. It doesn't just show up in your your spiritual services. The fact that you can consecrate yourself and fast and pray and talk deep and study the words. But it, it, in in other words, what he's saying is that religion is part. What you believe mm -hmm. and how you carry yourself, mm -hmm. and then the other part of it is what you do. do. You're, you're In other words, and how you love others. And Jesus Himself said this. You know, mm -hmm. is that He He commissioned us to what? Love our neighbors. He said, "Love one another mm -hmm. as I have, I have loved, loved you." you. Mm -hmm. And this is the part that we miss in in, in in dealing with today's church because, you know, cutoff culture and cancel culture has mm -hmm. taken over the doctrine and the theology of today's pulpit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're not teaching love one another. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I say, and I say this all the time, that God told me to say at the beginning before we even went into the pandemic, God gave us foresight. He said, we're getting ready to go into a season that's going to be rough from every for everybody. Mm -hmm. And the only way that we're going to survive it and come out of it is if we do it together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you did say that. I, 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 yeah. I said that. Everybody was preaching year 2020, clear vision, vision, all this other kind they of stuff. Nothing. And I said, no. I said, no. This God is getting ready to level the playing field. Mm -hmm. And the only that we, way we're going to survive is if we pull one another up. That's going to require community. That's going to require love for one another. Mm -hmm. It's going to require uh, setting status mm -hmm. and position aside. And realizing at the end of the day, no matter what position you hold, no matter what title you hold, no matter what office you operate in, don't matter. We still need one another. And our first commission was to love one another. But that's the problem. We don't love one another. And here's the truth of the matter. We don't love one another because we have not learned how to not prefer ourselves. Mm -hmm. In order to be able to love someone else, and you know this, having been married, you know this, Jay, being married, I know this, being married. Mm -hmm. You can't stay married effectively. And I can also say this because I've also been divorced. You can't stay effectively married if you are preferring yourself all the time. Yeah, it's not going to work. If, mm -hmm. you are, if you were the number one, always great, got to be my way all the time. Yeah. It don't work that way. And so th we've carried that same kind of mentality, however, into our so-called relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. We have mm -hmm. decided, as opposed to 
treating Jesus like the king that he is mm -hmm. or treating him uh, as the only begotten son of God or treating him in the greatness that he is. We have decided you're my butler. Yeah. You're my genie. You're my Mr. Fix it. Leave, you leave, do leave what I one. say. Yeah. And maybe I'll give something to you if you're good. Good boy, Jesus. Good boy. But you know what it, what it what it really boils down to, what I feel like this generation has fall prey to, is that we're over super spiritual with biblical ignorance. <laughs> That's the truth. We're overly super. Everything is supernatural, but nothing's biblically practical. But to be spiritual without any biblical aptitude, is his, how is that any different than witchcraft? It it's not. Because how, how can you say I have God without having God? Mm -hmm. How can you say you have his presence without having his voice like that? That's not how that works. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we have to be careful when we try to be super deep and spiritual, because mm -hmm. really what it does is it makes a fool out of yourself. Because mm -hmm. to say that I am super spiritual mm -hmm. and can't even quote John three sixteen, there's something wrong with that math. Mm -hmm. To say that I'm a prophetic and I don't know what God said in his word. There's something wrong with that math. Mm -hmm. It's a big issue that we're having in the church. You know how many people who get on Facebook prophesying? That's it. Who ha have not read two books of the Bible? And that's all they're going to do. Like, that, that that makes no sense to me. Yeah, and I made a post, um, and it was really targeted prophets. They didn't, they didn't get it, but I got it. I, yeah. I, it, it it's, I said, how many of you have really, how many of you prophets, how many of you believers, how many of you teachers, how many of you uh, preachers, whatever the case may be, have actually read the Bible? Mm -hmm. Like seriously mm -hmm. Actually read the Bible I'm not talking about the verses that you read on Sunday When somebody takes a text or whatever the case may be When was the last time you spent real time Studying As a student That's my word In the word Because in order to be a successful student You gotta study yeah. but, that, but that's my issue So what we have done is And you inadvertently did And I know you didn't mean to you, I, I know the point that you were making as well But what we, have in, what we have done in the church Is we have substituted the word study for read and this is why we get the misconception that I can mm -hmm. read it and, and hear what hear the preacher right. said on Sunday and I'm good because I've read the Bible. I challenge my people all the time. I say, find me a verse. He didn't say read anywhere. to show yourself approved. No, but you'll never find him saying anywhere in the Bible that says read. Right. Mm -hmm. you'll, you'll see study to show yourself approved. You'll see meditate on the word day and night. You'll see mm -hmm. all these things that take intentional, deep thought process mm -hmm. into the word of God. Mm -hmm. Not just I'm just going to read the letters and the words on this and okay, I'm good. Mm -hmm. We have stopped doing that. And when and when you don't study it, you never get true revelation out of it. If you never get yep. true revelation out of it, you can never really apply That's why it. They right? can't attribute the text. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, because when you listen to most people now. It's more rare to see someone to work a test. And do you and when you think about it, yeah. If we were if we were comparing cultural, um, cultural progression. We are so far behind, no, right. especially as it pertains to, because most of these people were entering into their rabbinic phases mm -hmm. by the time they was 18. Mm -hmm. And here you is, you got people walking with the Lord 40, 50 years and still can't properly quote scripture in context. They in Sunday school. Yeah. And so it, I found that I was looking for this post because we were talking about love earlier. And we were talking about the difference between self-love and loving others and all this other kind of stuff. And I wanted to find this post. I, po I posted it on June the 28th, if anybody want to fact check me. But um, here's, what, here's what I essentially said here. I said, it's not enough to love one another. Uh, Jesus, um, 
commandment was specific. Just as I have loved you, That's you are also to love one another. It's John 13, 34. And then I made a couple of points from it. I said, one, the fullness of love cannot be seen apart from the community of others. It's as much plural as it is singular, meaning even in loving yourself, it can never be complete without loving others. Second point I said, one another translates from the Greek word for different, which means even in its relational capacity, it cannot be complete if it is not exemplified toward they who are of, who are of difference or not like us. People are only bound by the illusion. People are only bound by the illusion of love because the fullness of love that allows us to operate in liberty can only be achieved in our embrace of one another. The illusion of love will convince you that self-love is all you need. It's also bondage because freeing love will convince you that you need others just as much as you need yourself. That's and and you know we take this love thing so far out of context, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's and it's so it's so problematic because we don't even realize why we're not experiencing full love. Everybody, and, and this is in 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 large part because of the like I said the doctrine that we're preaching from these pulpits. Everything's mm -hmm. cut off. Everything's canceled. Everything's some things can't go. I'm on my way to the next level. You can't go with me. Blah blah blah. I, I basically we are, we're preaching this crab in a barrel mentality where I no matter how I got to get there I'm going to get there if I got to step on your back to get there I'm going to get there if I got to scheme plot manipulate to get there I'm going to get there and now that I said what I said there's a hundred people in the atmosphere that have a thousand dollar seed and so everything is manipulative mm -hmm. even the way that we're teaching people to love mm -hmm. and that's problematic because that's not God's love at all. And then we're sitting here trying to figure out why we're in bondage and why love hurt. No, God's love is not the is is not our love. It's different. Mm -hmm. And so when you sit here and say that you know love costs me pain, love costs me all this other kind of, it's supposed to in a sense, because at the end of the day, love is sacrificial. But that's the thing. Most people, when they say that, they're upset because it cost them a portion of them they didn't want to give up. Exactly. You can't. I, I I I said this one day in a church, and when I tell you they were ready to kick me out, they were literally ready to kick me out. Mm -hmm. I said my problem with a lot of Christians is this: we have this thought process that love means acceptance, mm -hmm. and that's not true. Mm -hmm. And I use Jamie Foxx's song because I love I love the song. He said love means change, mm -hmm. and if you could catch that, it truly does. Yes, mm -hmm. I receive you mm -hmm. as you are. There's a difference between receiving and accepting. Mm -hmm. Receiving means I allow you to come into my space mm -hmm. just as you are. Yes. But I should love you enough to want to see you better. Right. If I don't want to see you better than when I found you, I don't love you. Exactly. If I'm not willing to give of myself to help you get exactly. better, I but, don't but love the, you. But the thing is mm -hmm. giving and sacrificial and you do love. You don't you yeah. don't you don't just and, and the problem with us is that we're we we give love with motive. Absolutely. Right. We give love because we're seeking something in return. And and we and then we say, Well, God is love, but God's love says love is not self-seeking. Mm -hmm. And so you're sitting here looking for receipts mm -hmm. that God never promised in his love. It's it reciprocates when you're not looking. 
and 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 that's it's 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 almost like I was watching Cars uh, with the, the kids last the, week. The I was cartoon? watching Cars. Yeah, the cartoon. I was watching Cars. That's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. And um, Doc, kids, Doc, so. he, he, Doc was trying to teach teach him how to uh, Lightning McQueen how to hit Turn them turns. Turn. Yep. And he said, in order for you to hit this turn. You don't turn the wheel in the direction of the turn. That's right. You turn the wheel in the opposite. In in other words, if I expect love or if I want love to reciprocate, I have to give it without looking for it to reciprocate. Mm -hmm. And in not looking for it to reciprocate, I can give it fully. And because I gave it fully, I can expect the return. In other words, what I'm saying is that we try to do things with our motives in reverse. And we, first and foremost, patience mm-hmm. is all sacrificing. <laughs> That's the first thing that he said love is. So how, and, and, and so it, the question is, is that how can I truly say that I'm love if I haven't mastered patience? Yes. If I haven't, because I can't, you can't ask God to teach me how to love, but you don't want to address patience. Mm-hmm. You can't ask God to teach me how to love, but you don't want to address kindness and long suffering. And I, it's long suffering ain't just regular suffering. It ain't. No, it ain't. It ain't. You know, oh man, I burnt myself on the stove type suffering. You know, in a few days it goes away, and I no longer had the marks of it. No, long suffering means enduring, <laughs> extended enduring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, you know, Hearts. you got hotels mm-hmm. and you got extended stays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love is the extended stay, and, and, and so what we we got to understand is that our idea of love is off. And because it's off, we can't love others the way that we're supposed to be loved. I don't even know how this went into what we was talking about. Deconstructionism. It, it, oh, oh, it, it uh, absolutely, because, I can how it goes into it. Yeah, it, it, because it, it, we're talking about deconstruction of the deconstructionism in, in the church. And the reason why we have it is because people don't want to love. That's a Ooh. big part of it. Mm-hmm. We, we, we think that because we accept God, God is supposed to be this gadget Magic wand, mm-hmm. do for me, bless me, increase me, type God. And what you fail to realize is that it's when you're not looking for those benefits and not expecting those benefits that oftentimes that's when it shows up. Well, here's the other because thing. Because your motives are not here's the, off. here's the other thing. It's not even just that. I mean, it's that too, don't get me wrong. But it's also the fact that we just don't obey. Mm-hmm. How can I expect you to do for me when I haven't done what you've asked of me? Just take yourself back to when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. There were certain things you would not get from your parent, your guardian, whoever raised you, unless you did what you were asked to do. In my day, maybe just my day, you know, we, we, we're in the same bracket. I couldn't go outside and play unless my room was clean. Unless my chores were done, there were guidelines. Yeah, there, there, there was a structure to, to 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 getting the things that I wanted. I had to do mm-hmm. the things that were needed and required mm-hmm. of me first. We try to give God our love, and we try to we try to show our love mm-hmm. by doing what we want, as opposed mm-hmm. to doing what they want. Mm-hmm. The book, the 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 five love languages. I, I hate the con. I hate the book. I understand the concept. I really just. Have a disdain for the book because I don't feel like it goes We've deep enough. We've developed so much self help stuff in the body of Christ 
that never was explicitly in the Word of God. And, and I'm trying to figure out where we draw the inspiration from from it. Hold on. I got a thought. I'm sorry, Jesse. Go, 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 ahead, go ahead. I, I'm, I'm old. You know, I got gray hair everywhere. Yeah, and so when I get the you thought... You realize I'm older than you, right? I, I, but I'm older than you. <laughs> <laughs> Age-wise, you older than me. But my yeah. mind is older than yours. I, I don't know. I, I think no, I think no, no, but listen. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, so when we're here. talking about when, when Jesus... And, and I really want to drive this point home to y'all who are watching, who are listening. When Jesus said, love others as I have loved you. I was going there. As I, I have loved you. One of the first things you got to realize uh, about how Jesus loved us, the Bible says, while we were yet sinners. Let's start there. Because, see, we want people to be perfect before we give love. We want people to line up before we give love. We want people to have a certain stature or position or title or a certain income bracket or whatever the case may be before we get love. It's so conditioned. But Jesus said, if you're going to love how I loved you, then you first got to understand that how I loved you was before you even knew me. When you were in your lowest most raggedy, most self-hating, mm -hmm. most despicable, most nastiest, most conniving, meaning, meaning, meanest place in your life. That's when I loved you. Paul says, while you were dead in transgressions and sin. Mm -hmm. In other said. words, when it's, we're going to bring Paul into the conversation, since he's like y'all's Jesus, mm -hmm. uh, but but Paul says y'all's not mine. Yeah, like, so Paul says in conjunction with what Jesus said, in essence, as I have loved you, Paul says, while you were dead in transgressions and sin. So if I'm going to properly gauge whether or not the love that I'm giving is pure. In the way that Christ told me to give it, then I have to understand that it has to start while you were dead in your transgressions and sins. Which means that I, 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 I need to not just be able to love you at your highs. I need to not just be able to love you when you're doing for me. Mm -hmm. I need to not just be able to love you when everything is going my way or, or, or when you buy me that gift or you put that smile on my face or whatever the case may be. But when my actions... Or not conducive to your smile, would you still love me? Mm -hmm. That's one of the things I say all the time. I, there's this thing. I, I when I first got with Falanda, I told her one of the things I hate about Story relationships. Time. But it, it fits. One of the things I hate about relationships. It's background music. And I hate about how people do them is I hate the question that people wind up eventually asking, "Why do you love me?" I wrote a poem. It's in my book, Letters from the Heart. You write poetry. Pick it up. That boy is Langston Hughes. Uh, no, and Langston. and, and the, the title of the poem Langston in the book Hughes. says, Simply Because You Are. And outlines all these things. I got things. the book. I read the book. It, it, it outlines all these things and all these reasons that people like to say that they love the, that they love a person. But my statement is I love you simply because you are. And mm -hmm. so my point in, 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 that, in that poem, my point even in this statement is, is what we wind up doing is we wind up making our love conditional in that I love you because you make me laugh. Mm -hmm. So the days I don't make you laugh, you don't love me no more? Right. 
The days I don't make you smile. Yeah. The days I'm not doing the things right. that you right. want me to do. That's I don't good. love you anymore. That's good. And so that's not mm -hmm. what real love yeah. is. And so when and I love you, that. Uh, we well, all are. Tell me why you love me. Listen, we we all until I got until I got the 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 understanding of it, and it was realizing that when I was yet in sin, Jesus still loved me. Mm -hmm. Like that was literally mm -hmm. the inspiration for mm -hmm. the poem and the the mentality switch was. I was still jacked up and you still loved me. And what it did was it showed me not only how to love someone just because they are. Well, mm -hmm. it was that and also Martha Manuzzi's song, Because of Who You Are. Um, so with those two, it gave me not only the understanding of how to love somebody, but also the understanding of if I'm going to love you at your lowest, my love for you at your lowest should provoke change, should provoke mm -hmm. me to do something. Mm -hmm. Because Jesus didn't just love us in our sin, in our trespasses, in our, in our transgressions and all that. Mm -hmm. He loved us and did something about it. Mm -hmm. Gave you a way to get out of it. Mm -hmm. We say we love. We see people in their issues. We see people in their sin. We see people in their mess, church folk. And instead of trying to do something to help mm -hmm. them out of it, whether right. we're praying for them, checking on them, dealing with them, we say, oh, I thought you were saved. Mm -hmm. Oh, Look at this nigga here. This nigga ain't, no, ain't going to heaven. And this is why I'm Okay, Pastor, that's my favorite one. When people try to play that Pastor card, when they yeah. do something they don't like or they don't agree with, uh, okay, Pastor. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, Pastor, what you, what you, what, what problem? My, my, my grandmother, uh, my grandma Maxine, uh, one of the sweetest, cussingest folk, she was saved, Let's sanctified. But she cussed. And you couldn't mm -hmm. convince me that even though she cussed like a sailor, that she wasn't saved. She loved the Lord. You could tell. Mm -hmm. She used to send me. Well, for my birthday, you know, she used to send me. She used to send me cassette tapes of her singing Jesus songs. And she wasn't a great singer. Hmm. Not to my standards anyway. But one of the, one, one of the reasons I brought her up is because one day I was, I was talking to her. Mm -hmm. Um... And this is when I was trying to fully understand what love was as it pertains to godly love and all that kind of stuff. And um, one day I was talking to her and I asked her, I said, Granny, why you love me so much? Mm -hmm. And you know what she said to me? She looked at me. She said, I love you because you break my heart. Mm. I'm going to let that sizzle on y'all's spirit right quick. But she said, I love you because you break my heart. This came from the cousin, Grandma. That, and and I, I, Brandon, listen. I, to this day, I think about what she said. Mm -hmm. And it really drives the way that I love people. Like, like people lie. They cheat. They connive. They manipulate. They betray you. Mm -hmm. they, they dog you behind your back. They take from you. They steal from you. They slander your name. They, they, they do all kind of foul stuff. But you know what? I love you. And people try to figure out, like, uh, I've had people literally ask me, like, why do you just act like when people do foul stuff, it doesn't happen? I said, you know, I love people because people break my heart. And people don't quite understand what I'm saying. It, it's, 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 it's the stuff. It's not the stuff that you do for me. It's the stuff that you do to yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's because I see you in that 
weak, vulnerable, helpless moment. And it makes me want to love you to a, to a place that elevates you. I love you because you break my heart. Like that is, a, and, and I don't think until people really, and I'm not saying be a, a doormat. I'm not saying um, but I allow got, people. I, what is being a doormat? Like, like we, 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 we say that right up to mm-hmm. people, right? And, and we use that as our, our almost like our back door out of. Oh, mm-hmm. now I get to, now I get to unlock. No, you. no. And see, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying be a doormat or whatever case may be. Saying mm-hmm. that you have to just keep allowing certain things or whatever the case may be. But what I'm saying is that when, when, when unkind things happen to you. And things that that break you, things that hurt you to your core, Mm -hmm. these things should not dictate your love for people. Mm -hmm. It hurts. Mm -hmm. It's painful. Mm -hmm. It cuts you deep. Mm -hmm. But when you can love through those moments, that's when you know you have arrived at a place of real love. Because he didn't... that's the long suffering, right? But that's that's what, that's that's, what I'm that's, at. that's that's not when you going through that quick place. No, this is when you you you've taken the extended stay route. Yep. And said this thing is bigger than me. Yep. Because love was never about the person giving it; it was about the person receiving it. Mm-hmm. And until we realize that love is about the recipient and not the one who is uh, extending it. We will never own in the fullness of love. When you get, you will never be free until you understand that, and this is going into our next topic, that this thing called life is bigger than you. Absolutely. And Jesus, the best way that he could show us that he loved us was to give himself so that we can receive something that we otherwise could not get on our own. Mm-hmm. As I have loved you. Mm-hmm. You don't get to say that you are a follower. And that you walking with God. And that you talking with God. And that you leaning on God. And choose how you love people. That's right. Because the only choice you get is the choice that he, he made. And that is to love sacrificially above and beyond yourself so that, in essence, because at the end of the day, just like he got up from the grave, people might take you through hell. Mm-hmm. People might take you through some things. People might put you on a cross. Mm-hmm. But just because they put you there don't mean that you don't have the power to get up. Mm-hmm. Just because they put you there don't mean that you stop loving at that place of where they put you. Mm-hmm. It means that I'm simply going to hang here and fulfill my assignment to love you so that when I come out of the grave, not only do I have the power to live myself, but I'm bringing you out with me. Hey, I was mm-hmm. going to say, you got some numbers tonight, don't you? <laughs> That's that pro- <laughs> prophetic <laughs> hours. That <laughs> prophetic <laughs> hour got him. He put, he put it in. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. It, it, it's it's understanding love in that context. If everybody right now mm-hmm. drops a hundred dollars for to, 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 to <laughs> right, right, if, if right. we can get some stuff done while you're on here, right, right, right. It, it's it's understanding that kind of love that is the reason that baffles me 
with deconstructionism. Mm-hmm. How can you deconstruct love? The essence of the Christian faith is faith and love. Mm-hmm. Those two things cannot be separated from who we are supposed to be. Right. Everything else is up for grabs right. in terms of it's it, it's it's dependent on who's doing what or whatever. I've learned that I don't have to eat at everybody's house. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean I don't eat. Mm-hmm. As long as, and my father taught me this years ago, he said, Jesse, I can work with anybody as long as they, as long as they subscribe to Romans 10, 9, and 10. Mm-hmm. As long as they know how to love. Mm-hmm. If, we can get, if we can get those two things, I don't care if you're Baptist, Kojic, Apostolic, Methodist, Episcopalian, Catholic. I don't care who you are. Crackhead, drug addict. All of uh, it. Alcoholic, whoremonger, prostitute. None of that. It don't matter. As long as we can deal, as long as we can agree on those two things, mm-hmm. I can I can work with you in terms of working kingdom work. You know what if hurts me are. the most in this walk is knowing people who have encountered other Christians, other leaders, other pastors, other preachers, mm-hmm. other believers, and hearing them say things like. Nobody ever loved me this way. Because then it makes me think of all these believers and all these preachers and all these teachers and all these prophets and all these pastors. Nobody was really walking with the Lord. Because I'm not, I, I'm not just loving you this way because I've always been able to love you this way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I love you this way because he loved me this way. And it would be selfish of me. And I, and I, and I say this quote all the time. It's on my pro- Facebook profile. Real love um, extends to those, through those. Uh, no, real love flows through those. The old man kicking in. Hold on, it is, it is. Hold on, let me go to my profile. Hold on, wait, wait. I gotta get it right. I, I might, man. I, I, you know, my my mind goes sometimes, and you know, what's Facebook got to say about it? Hold on, let me go to my quotes. It's on my profile. Um, I think it's on my profile. It's somewhere around here. Where's my quotes, man? See, see how the devil do me. <laughs> No, I'm good. I still got two favorites. Where is it? Wait. Where are my quotes? <laughs> well, why are you trying to quote, find your quotes? Fi- Let you, me jump in you on You jump this. in. I'm a fi- <laughs> Boy, my age is showing tonight, ain't it? Man. Listen. I mean. Listen. Norm is me who can't, who can't think straight. This brother is. is Wait he, a he, minute. He, he hit fire and then all, all the, 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 the lower has dropped off him now. He, Listen. He comes down his 98-year-old man. You probably hit $10 guru right there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm getting yeah, I am getting old. He ain't getting I'm, years old. I'm definitely yeah. So hold he, on, maybe it's the, on my website. Well, while you uh, looking, <laughs> where's this dude? Where's this? What you call it? I'm a thing of a jigger. What you call that over here? Real love. There it is. It is on my website. See, come through, Holy Ghost. Real love. It is flows through those who unselfishly extend what they've been afforded. Man, you took away. Real love flows through those who unselfishly extend what they've been afforded. That took you. Let that sizzle in your spirit. The key to that phrase is unselfishly. 
Mm-hmm. The, the thought mm-hmm. process that had hit me while you were looking for your quote was uh, we talk about what we what Shit, we while I was looking for my quote. Like, it took your time. <laughs> took your time to get there. but You <laughs> found it. You found it. <laughs> when, we, when we talk about what we call the golden rule, do unto others. Mm-hmm. Like you would do, like you would have them do unto you, mm-hmm. which we misquote. It's not do unto others like you would have them do. It's do unto others as you would have them do. And so the difference between that is, when I am dealing with you, mm-hmm. I am dealing with you in the same manner of what I would like to be dealt with. In other words, so I have an issue when people thank me. I don't yeah. like people thanking me. Anybody who really knows me knows I don't like to be thanked. I have an issue saying you're welcome. Like, all jokes aside. No, I get it. I I, I really have an issue saying you're welcome when people tell me thank you. And the reason being is because I feel like whatever I did, Mm. I was purposed to do in that moment. And that's why I have an issue with people thanking me. I tell people, first of all, I don't really deal with ungrateful people. Mm-hmm. So if I'm doing for you, I already know you're grateful. I Thank deal with God, ungrateful people. I'm sorry. I don't have that testimony. There's a lot of people in my life ungrateful, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm telling you. I, I guess I'm, I've been I'm blessed. I'm complaining to, to God every day, all day, about niggas' hey, ungratefulness. Listen, we all got our cross to bear. That wasn't mine. That was your, that's your I cross. I guess my, the cross I'm bearing is y'all niggas' ungratefulness. <laughs> I, have, I have yet to really deal with. I got some lazy folk I deal with, but that's a whole other story. I don't, I've, I've yet to really have to deal with like, and well, do you for ungrateful people. So I don't like to be thanked. I say, thank God, not me. That's that's my whole thing, right? And, and so people always say, well, well, it's a polite thing. I say, well, listen, here's the problem you're, you're, you're dealing with. You're trying to deal with me according to how you want to be dealt with, not according to how I want to be dealt with. So if I don't want you to thank me, please don't thank me the same way that because you like to be thanked, I will thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't not say thank you because I don't like hearing it. I say it because you like to hear it. That don't mean I want it. And the reason I bring that up is because this is how we do people. This is how we so do So you Christ. just got an issue saying thank you. No, I have an issue hearing thank you. I'll oh, say okay, it. I got okay. no problem thanking people. I don't want to be thanked. Don't thank, thank God, not me. But this is how we do. This is how we deal with God. This is how we deal with other people. We deal with people according to how we want to be dealt with. Not according to how they want to be dealt with. That's why I was bringing up the whole love language, the five love language thing. I get the concept and hate the book. It, 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 the concept of it is learn how to deal with people according to what, according to where they're at and what they receive. Right. As right. opposed to how you receive. We become so selfish in our love and so selfish in how we deal with it that we want everybody to receive how we receive as opposed to how meeting you where you're at. You mm-hmm. might not be at my level. So mm-hmm. why am I trying to speak calculus and you still in the third grade? It don't make no doggone sense. Let right. me come down to your third grade level and help bring you up to calculus. Mm-hmm. As opposed to being pissed off because I'm at calculus in your third grade. That's not how it's supposed to work. I'm supposed to reach back to you to help bring you to where I'm at. Not be mad because you ain't where I'm at. And that's right. that's our issue with how we deal with and the that, show And that's love. something that I struggle with. In fact, I was struggling with this um, in, a, in an instance earlier today without giving any detail on it. But um, I was talking to somebody, and they were just saying, like, you know, I never had this. I never experienced this. Whatever the case may be, like, this is not something that I'm used to in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. And to me, it was almost heartbreaking because I'm just like, well, this is what's supposed to. This is how it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. This is how we're supposed to treat people. Mm -hmm. This is how we're supposed to love one another. This is how you... How you're supposed to, you know, and, and, it's, and it's sad 
that you have to introduce what should be normal to people because you have people who have been in their lives do ha- ha- who have acted abnormally. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, you know, it's a saying that says, you know, all common sense ain't common. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I'm learning more and more of, like, every day in just dealing with people. And, you know, people, you know, wonder why I go, how hard I go for, you know, the people in my life, for ministry, for all that kind of stuff. And why I love the people that I love and why I want to go do ministry. I'm looking at all these pastors, plant churches, you know, in places that don't need churches Mm -hmm. and leaving the very places that do need them. (laughs) I just had that conversation the other day. Everybody's running to the burbs and I'm, I'm, I'm running to the trap because if you leave them there, who's going to love them? Mm -hmm. If you leave them there, Who's going to take care of them? Who's going to look out for them? But isn't that how Jesus dealt? It, exactly. And, and so when I hear it, and that's what I'm saying, when I hear this stuff, it's heartbreaking because it's like, well, and, and it's almost like, well, if I don't go, who will? Who will? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I don't love you like that, who will? Who will? Awful if I don't I treat you that you way, like that. Who will? then who will? If I don't give the way that I give, then who will? Because what we have to realize is we can't take for granted that there's somebody else out there loving the way that you love. And there are people mm-hmm. who have real needs, who are dealing with real brokenness, who are dealing with real life situations and circumstances, who are in need of really intensive care type love. But because, what y'all reading, but because, hold on, I'm going to get to it, because they deal with ignorant people on a day-to-day basis, it's like if I don't give this of me, if I don't sacrifice this piece of me, then I can't take for granted that whoever comes behind me will. So I run to the trap. Mm-hmm. I run to the hood. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stand next to you while you sell your drugs, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about life. And talk about possibilities and talk about dreams and talk about hopes and talk about ambitions. I'm going to do all that. Why? Because if I don't love you like this. Who will? In a, in a time where everybody is running away from real love, somebody has to be the catalyst for real love. Mm-hmm. Where everybody else is, is running away from self-sacrifice, if any man... Being Christ, new. Not just that he's a new creation, but take up your cross mm-hmm. yep. and follow me. Mm-hmm. This is the part that we're missing as believers that we all have a cross to bear. Let me let me jump in because are you, that I, is, are you is, reading comments or something? Yeah, so there, there's, there, there's a comment. Unfortunately, it, it, trauma it, teaches people that this that one right is there. The so there's a comment way. for those who are on the podcast, not on the live, that said, unfortunately, trauma teaches people that dysfunction is the correct way and is the norm. I holistically disagree with that statement. Trauma don't teach you anything. Here's the issue. People. It's <laughs> <laughs> about to get good. Yeah, no. Jesse just shifted in his seat, y'all. Like he let one. 
He got, trauma. This, he got bothered by this one. This it, it, keep it, in mind, it, this is one of his people. And this is why I can say it this way, because yeah. one because it's one of my folks. Um, and, and 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 she know you I love her. Get. She know I love her, but 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 they also know that when I see and hear bad stuff, I, I have it, it. It it's like an itch. I got to scratch. I got I got to do some things. Um, trauma doesn't teach you anything. Trauma is she simply. Said, come on, Cletus. Come on, what this? She know she know I'm coming with it. Trauma doesn't teach you anything. Trauma is simply a life event. A life event. You learn how to deal with trauma. Based upon either who you have learned from or what has been around you. Trauma doesn't teach you. Bad teachers teach you. Mm-hmm. And the issue with the bad teachers is we have decided to stop seeking out good teaching. We seek out bad teaching. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're talking spiritual. We seek it out because we want the folk to tickle our fancy, make us clap, in the black church make us shout, make us feel real good, Holy Ghost calisthenics and all of that crap. We decide that we want to hear that, and so we'll go to the teachers who teach that. All my members as used opposed to, make, to want me to make it rain. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, hey, even well, that, <laughs> that's a, wow. that that all, all <laughs> that making all that making it rain right, is, is a Holly Berry and Monsters Ball. Make them feel good. I want <laughs> to feel good. Make me feel good. That's all that I want. But the problem, the problem with that, however, is a real teacher, a true teacher, a good teacher is not going to teach you how to allow your trauma to cause you to react. A real teacher is going to teach you how to seek Christ in the midst of your trauma, mm-hmm. how to pray in the midst of your trauma, and they will be there in the midst of your trauma to help you get through your trauma. You're too busy, and not you in particular, but just a general you, too busy trying to get over your trauma when you really need to get through your trauma so that you can understand how to deal with the trauma. And once you learn to get through it, you Mm -hmm. wind up building a muscle that now says, it's here, this is what happened, so who can I help that has dealt with the same Mm -hmm. trauma? We stop dealing with that, and we have a bunch of weak-willed Christians that no longer want to deal with going through trauma. We want to blame everybody else for our trauma. We want to deal with all, all this other stuff about our trauma but never really want to deal with the trauma and go through the trauma so we can reach back and help somebody else the fact of the matter is is that you go through the trauma to help build you the word of God lets you know that he has pressed you but wow. not crushed you the word of God lets us know that we're supposed to have these things the happen to us in order to help us build up and be stronger we don't get strong hold on because I'm for real now we don't get strong because we don't we wind up not going through some stuff we start the issue and we want wallow in our trauma and then the other issue is that while we wallow in our trauma we have decided to let ourselves make it be the truth that it's my trauma and I'm supposed to deal with it you can't tell me how to deal with it no I can't tell you how to deal with it but let me help teach you how to get through it your trauma doesn't make you your trauma simply is supposed to help build you so that you can be greater and better we all have our own trauma we just decide we're going to weigh our traumas one against the other and so your trauma has got to be greater than mine. That's why we wind up getting into the trauma competition. You tell me your issue on the phone about what you're going through, and I can't let this phone call go before I start telling you what I'm going through. Mm, that's not how this mess is supposed nigger. to be done, huh? I can't stand a one-up nigga. Like, I, you have that's no, not what I called you for. I, I called to try to get some help. I called to, and vent, to take not on for your you to, Yeah, yeah. You now you dumping on me. 
And our issue with doing that is we're building weak Christians as opposed to building the type of Christians that Jesus wanted. There's not one disciple that Jesus had that didn't go through. Jesus went through. You won't find any biblical character of any no anointing power or authority that didn't go through some trauma. The issue is that we don't like to go through it. We want to go over it, around it, duck it, hide from it. Last thing I'll say, the Bible says in Psalms, he says, yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He did I didn't through. skirt it. I didn't go around it. I didn't run from it. Jesus made me walk through it. The shepherd, the good shepherd, made me go through it in order to get to my blessing. Because at the other end of, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. At the other end of that is yeah. the table that he puts before me in the presence right. of my, my enemies. enemies. My cup something. runneth over. He anoints my head with oil. I can't yeah. get to that he stuff until I mess over. I really can't. <laughs> I can't get to that stuff until I get through the, the doggone valley of the shadow of death, which is my trauma. So we have to stop blaming our trauma and start blaming the fact that we have not sought out learning from or gotten good teaching to help us get through the trauma. For God has not given you the spirit of fear, <laughs> but a power. I said power. I said power. As you and a love uh -oh. and a sound mind. You better preach, Jesse. It's It's things like There's that. that and, and he been on there for about He was ready to hoop, buddy. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to back you up. It, it's it's th it's things like that and and and, well, and, I Lord. and and I love my members. You I don't really do. know I like I know what the Lord <laughs> has done for me. Yeah, Lord. It's it's thing it's things like that, and my membership knows that I love them. The, the, the members that God has given to me, now I let love us them pray. pieces. <laughs> <laughs> but it's things like that. Now let us pray. It's things like it's things like that that set me up primarily because I don't like. She got a rebuttal. I, oh, I know she does. She this is my fault. While I understand. <laughs> oh, I know. I know my. Parents. That's that's that. Uh, per my last email. <laughs> <laughs> Per our last conversation. <laughs> no, and that's my problem. Trauma has, they say trauma has been proven to literally change your understanding, perception, and exceptions of multiple things of life. It doesn't. We have been taught that. People go through and experience trauma, yes. We have reactions to trauma, yes. But it only changes you if you have been taught to allow it to change you. I'm not saying that trauma doesn't affect you. I'm saying it, did, it should not have the kind of hold on you that causes changes in your perception and how you operate. It only does that if you have been taught to stand still in trauma. There are military vets who have had PTSD who have overcome the PTSD because they got somebody to help them through the trauma. Meanwhile, there have been some vets in the same wars who have gone through PTSD who have not Ooh. gotten the help and they still wind up messed up to this day because they didn't get somebody to help them through the trauma. The fact of the matter is, is that we don't allow ourselves to go through and get the help to get through it, whether it be spiritual, mental, psychological, physical, emotional, financial, whatever the trauma is, we, w we don't really want to go through it. We blame everything and everyone else and we isolate ourselves and that's not not what we're supposed to do. I this? have to go through it in order to go through it. And I have a shirt that I, ju that I, I just finished 
Making for, it's on the High Praise Ministries website. You can go to zazzle.com backslash ga underscore rev to go pick it up yourself. Same it says while you it's it's the church cliche, but I put it on my own shirt. It says while you are going through hell, don't stop. And the problem is we go through hell, which is our trauma, and we stop there. But we Can't stop, stop there because stop. we don't and allow the boy. shepherd or the person he has put in our lives or the people he has put in our lives said, to help us through it. You literally, but. Profession, yeah, I understand that, and that's not no knock on your profession, but what does God <laughs> say concerning the believers? And I'm glad you asked. Let's go to Psalm, the 34th you, chapter, the 34th division of Psalm. Oh, all right, you better go to the thirty fourth division of Psalm. Also, don't 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 negate the fact that just because it's your profession that I don't have and, a good and, and, a good understanding um, of the profession as well. Let's uh Janelle, you about to get ate alive right now. You know you didn't you didn't just run. Let's go to the thirty fourth division of Psalm. We're gonna look at we're gonna tarry for a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um tarry, uh, right. the eighteenth through the twenty second verse. I didn't know the um, was gonna be in here. Eighteenth through the twenty second verse, the thirty fourth division of Psalm. And it mm-hmm. reads as follows. Mm-hmm. The Lord is near mm-hmm. to the brokenhearted Say it, sir. and saves mm-hmm. the crushed in spirit. My God. Mm-hmm. Many yeah. are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Affliction will slay the wicked and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. Now, that's the word of the Lord. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, doing, and understanding of his word beyond profession. Amen. God bless you. Go ahead, Jesse. So when, so when you hear you that, there is, a difference, there is a difference between what man's understanding gives you profession and again please understand that though you though this is your profession please don't take it for granted that i understand the profession i studied a lot of these things as well that is man-made given education and i don't dispute i don't i have no problem with man-made given education because some of those things take us so far my issue is when we hold up man-given education higher than god's revelation God has shown us that through his word and through how he has done all throughout his word that it is is what he has shown us is that when we deal with this thing and go through it, when we have someone to help us through it, the Bible says a brother is born for adversity. That means I'm supposed to go to somebody and allow them to help me through my trauma. I'm supposed to deal with someone. I'm supposed to allow the shepherd who is Christ to help me through it. I'm supposed to allow the under shepherd, which is the pastor, to help me through it. I'm supposed to get a collection of some people, some accountability partners to pray with me to help me through it. It's not just dealing in the natural, it's dealing in the spiritual because what happens is your trauma is really a, a natural response to a physical, excuse me, to a spiritual event. The enemy comes and uses natural stuff to try to spiritually hinder you. So we get stopped in our natural thinking it's only natural, but we still have to deal with the spiritual. And when you overcome the spiritual, it is so much easier to deal with the natural. The Bible says it this way. I told you I'm all word today. The Bible says it this way. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. That really does. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and rulers in high places. Flesh and blood. That's the natural. So I'm not dealing with my trauma 
in the natural before I deal with it in the spiritual. Mm. And if I deal with it in the spiritual, God can help me deal with the natural. My natural mm. will come subject to the mm. spirit that's on the inside of me. The issue winds up being is we wind up trying to get all, we, we take a, a, a survey and we use the host of unbelievers and try to apply what God said is for his people to the unbelievers. Yes, for the unbelievers, their trauma does all those things. But I'm speaking to the believer. Mm. My job is to deal with the believer. Mm. And so as a believer, I got to point you to Christ. As an unbeliever, my job is to show them that there is a Christ that can help them through it. Mm. Now, how can I show them that there is a Christ that can help them through it when the believer won't even go to him to help them through it? Wow. My goodness. That's the difference. She said she didn't fully agree with the second portion of this. Oh, Lord Jesus. That help and discuss and um, every teacher. So here's, here's the answer in a nutshell. Lift your hands. Wherever you are, <laughs> oh God. just lift your hands wherever you are and Ooh, say, Lord, what? I receive in Jesus' name. I, don't I am free. I am healed. I am delivered. Where'd you steal this from? And I'm making this up as oh, I go. Like <laughs> <laughs> your hands still lifted? Huh, Sister Janelle, is your hands still lifted? <laughs> I'm sorry, he said, that was, when you say that, it was make, the way your face looked when you said, I'm making this up as I go, it tickled me. <laughs> now tell him, yes, Lord. Just give God a yes. We don't hear you, Janelle. I can't hear, hear you. You. you was just loud in the comments, but I can't hear you now. Hashtag yes, Lord. She said, no. Hashtag, you spirit of rebellion. <laughs> You came on here with a rebellious spirit tonight. <laughs> God ain't in that. That's a Jesse Jones number for real right there. This. Listen, I told you I got some folks. I told you dealing with ungratefulness is not my cross, but this, this is my cross right here. And so uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. Get back in church real quick. And these folks over here. <laughs> Your members can't handle sabbatical. <laughs> they they not taking vacation too well. They they don't lost they everlasting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say this real quick so we can close out this so we can close out this topic and get ready for the next topic. Um, I literally said at the beginning of all this that it takes a reteaching. It literally is supposed to be reteaching. The difference is is that you're saying that trauma mm. taught you, and I'm trying to help you understand it's not your trauma that teaches you. It's people who have been through trauma who teach you, or people, period, who mm. teach you how to deal with trauma. And they teach you how to deal with it in a fleshly, natural way. When you learn how to deal with it spiritually, mm -hmm. it overcomes all of that natural stuff. Yes, we have to be re-educated. The Bible says, let this mind, which was also in Christ, which was in Christ Jesus, yes, also be in you. You have to take on his mindset, which means I have to take off the mindset of everything else I have ever been taught and trained. That's the portion of this walk. Again, this is why I don't understand how we try to go through deconstructionism, because that means we're trying to deal with this in our own understanding, mm -hmm. as opposed to understanding how God has given it mm -hmm. and deal with it that way. If I get revelation, I don't need to deconstruct. We want, we want everybody's, in, in essence, we want everybody's opinion on a matter, but not God's. Facts. But we call ourselves believers. We say we, we're so deep and we're so spiritual mm -hmm. and we, we walk so closely with the Lord, but we want everybody's opinion on a matter than, than, than we do. Want, we, we don't want God's opinion at all, first and foremost. Seek ye that's last why, the kingdom of God. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 what yeah, we do. yeah that's, that's basically how they rewrote the Bible is seek ye last. When he says seek ye first the kingdom of God and these righteousness, these things will be, be added unto you. And all your ways acknowledge me and I will direct your path. That's what he's that saying. is the word of God. 
but yet we are trying to do things in the direct opposite of what God said and then expecting God to come in and play Mr. Fixer Upper when things don't go the way that they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. You got to be foolish to ignore the voice of the one who spoke everything into existence. That's a fact. Everything that you have, everything that you see, everything that there is, God spoke. And so who better to handle what 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 you know what you're going through than the one who spoke it into create into its existence it spoke it into being that means that he still had if he had enough authority to shape it he's got enough authority to, to, to prune it and to groom it and to deal with it and to till the ground or whatever it is that's going on in your life and so you can't sit here and say uh, I, I, and, and, and this is not really no shade toward you or whatever the case may be I'm not knocking your profession I don't know what it is that you do you know and, and it's not really my business because I'm not your pastor but your profession will never be high be, be higher than his providence mm -hmm. your mm -hmm. profession will never be higher than his providence he is the providential all-wise, all-seeing, all-knowing, all-present God. And, and, to, and to think that he cannot have providential reign over whatever it is that you're going through. You said in the comments that your life is hectic, so I'm bringing all the chaos. Well, my God is the one who spoke order to chaos. And so if you are in chaos, it is by choice because he had the power and the authority to speak order even in the midst of chaos. Before anything was, it was chaos. That's and God right. called it all into order. He separated light from dark and he made everything to come into existence. And so you got to learn to stop shaping your words from the negative perspective and start shaping them to the things that you want God to see God do in your life. Your, your life is not hectic. God is mending some things. He's fixing some things. He's putting some things back together. He's fixing some broken pieces. He's gathering your steps. He's ordering your steps. You got to change your perspective because at the end of the day, the only difference between uh, 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 a glass that is half full mm -hmm. And a glass that is half empty mm -hmm. is how you see it. Well, that's true. And you, you, I, just, I looked over at Jay and said, you messed around, stirred something I'm trying to be, hmm. So, also understand with Jay, that. You didn't even <laughs> got all the smoke now. But, but, but. Well, you see, can make your tag team now. But see, this, <laughs> this isn't just, this isn't, I mean, this, because she brought it, it's at her, but it's not at her. Because I promise you, she's saying some things other people are thinking. So, oh, here's the other thing you have to understand is that. Absolutely. Along with what JC said, you also have to understand that Isaiah said it this way. He said the steps of a good man, of a good man are ordered by the by Lord. Lord. If God has ordered and ordained your steps, do you not think he understood the trauma that you were going through and has the power mm -hmm. to be able to talk you out of it and get mm -hmm. you through it? And don't mm -hmm. think he has the authority to do it. The authority to do it. That's the key. We, we act like God ain't got the authority to do this thing. Nothing like catches God off guard. Not a thing. We might get caught off guard. Thank you. But nothing well, catches nothing God catches off guard. guard. And so if nothing catches him off guard, what, why we should? Right. Just take it to him. God, I don't understand what's going on. Help As the old folk used to say, I look to him, yep. the author, author and, the and finisher, finisher of my faith. So if he, if he started the book he got in the and book. he ended the book, Ain't you the think book that he, he left all the pages in between to chance? And happenstance? No. He ain't no cover letter guy. No, it don't frazzle me. I, I still. She just, she oh, just, shut she, up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what we're going to do. Nah, I'm just <laughs> How about that? Shout out to Janelle. We love it. But it, it's, it's understanding that, that God has this whole thing in control. And the issue is, is that because 
we want this is I guess we right back. To, we might not get the second time. We might have to go right to the uh, band trap for this. I don't know because we we've been on this for an hour and a half. Uh, we've been on this for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, and that's only based off of JC's live uh, the live number since hour uh, hour. Yeah, and yeah, half. We, yeah. We, we we we've been at this for a second. Uh, the. I, I got to show, show my old moment. Right, I lost my train. No, I lost my train of thought. Is that the old moment? Um, <laughs> See, that's that's even a sabbatical, man. Your brain ain't been working. It'd like be that. freezing. It'd be freezing up. Get um, that Windows ninety eight. When, when 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 we understand, <laughs> <laughs> this this what this nigga bringing today. He been quiet almost the whole podcast, and now he got stuff to say. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but but you have to understand that with. If God has ordained everything that goes on in your life and he's not frazzled or shook by anything that happens in your life, mm-hmm. you then have to understand that our job then becomes to take it to the one who ordained it to get understanding as to why. This is why this is what I was going to say. This is why I can't stand deconstructions again because we're trying to put this in mm-hmm. our own mentality. We are leaning to our own understanding and, and not I, under I, God's I, understanding. We're messing up thinking that we know better than him. We can move and and have and not just know better than him, but we can choose better than him. So because I don't like what ex pastor or ex church did or what they said, I don't. I think all Christians or whatever are like this, as opposed to there may be a reason that God has them there. Mm-hmm. I learned. I, st- I had to learn this as I go as I've been going along in ministry. Been doing this almost thirty years. No, been doing this for thirty years now. I, I had to learn some things. One of the things I had to learn was everything ain't for me. But just because they ain't for me don't mean it's not God. That's right. That's like, I, 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 it, it, it blows my mind. I was listening to uh, an interview that Kev on stage did with Ty Tribbett. I'm not a huge Ty Tribbett fan. I like some of his stuff, not most of his stuff. I'm not really a huge Ty Tribbett fan. But I cannot discount the effect that he has had in bringing people to Christ and making people aware that I couldn't reach of God's glory. Mm-hmm. So just because it ain't for me, I can't say it's not of God. Just because I don't understand, and some of it I might not even like, don't mean it's not of God. Mm-hmm. We're trying to deconstruct what God's order is without understanding why they're in place. Right. Because here's the here's the real kicker: it's gonna mess somebody up, whether they are a true pastor or a hireling. My Bible says all authority, all elevation mm-hmm. comes from God. So even that jacked up pastor was placed there for a reason by God. Mm-hmm. We know you're talking about BC. <laughs> BC. Yeah, it's Charlotte. You got Charlotte, Jacksonville, and Houston location. Uh, oh, I'm talking about it, but I was just, I'm just saying. Hey, you guys. My name is Amanda. I'm the owner of the G Spot Accessories and more. It was founded in August of 2019. I just wanted to provide an opportunity for others to not only find self-pleasure love with a G-Spot product, but to enhance and break barriers in your sexual relationships. You can find me on Facebook at the G-Spot Accessories More or my website, the G-Spot Accessories More.net. Or also you can just give me a call at 601-480-8234. And to my real talk listeners, I have a special promo code. That code is real talk. Go ahead and put that in now on my website, and you'll get something else. Thank you guys for listening. I'm just trying to use this initials to be a little bit more discreet. <laughs> Once we understand that, that we don't know what the heck is going on, it's not our job to know. Our job is to get the piece of the puzzle that God gave us. 
we, we, no, we're not even gonna take the break. We can just flow right into this. We're, our job is not to know uh, everything, just know our piece of the puzzle. And we don't even know our piece of the puzzle. Watch this switch in the next topic because we're too busy pursuing passion as opposed to purpose. Right. Well, you better be switching over there, Jesse. That's right. That's that's facts. That's and switch. I, for y'all who didn't recognize new that, topic alert. I think that the real issue, especially with today's church, is that we are so hell bent on pursuing our passions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Every that parent, we yeah. negate purpose. And when you solely pursue your passions, what you're looking for is the thing that sets you up. Mm -hmm. But as Rick Warren said in the beginning of his book, Purpose Driven Life, Mm -hmm. the first thing that he says in there is that it's not about you. That's right. And I think that the problem is that people are having an issue wrapping their heads around the fact that this thing really ain't about you. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think I, the reason why this I was so triggered by this was a couple of things. One was that whole rant uh, Zaccardi did on Instagram in defense of Kim. Mm-hmm. But then it was, you know, the Stellars was here last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm watching certain leaders pursue their passions. And not their purpose. Negating their purpose. And their purpose is, is suffering. Yeah, mm-hmm. greatly. Um... And these are prominent people. Mm-hmm. But then I'm also watching people shut down their church services to ex- to attend these events. A lot of them do. And you sit there and you'll say, well, you know, it's just one Saturday or whatever the case may be. But that might have been the Saturday mm-hmm. that somebody pulled the trigger. Mm-hmm. That might have been the Saturday. And so you got to understand is whatever it is that God created you to do has to be at the forefront of your mind at all times. And, and you find your passion in your purpose and not just finding purpose in your passion Mm -hmm. because that broke my heart to see so many leaders shut down their churches for the weekend just to at- attend an event that glorified people. And it's like, you have, and so it, it lets me know and under, helps me understand that one, our motives are not in check mm-hmm. while we do what we do. And me and Jay was just talking about this earlier mm-hmm. uh, on the phone because we were talking about how, how it's difficult to get people to give on purpose, mm-hmm. but it's easy for them to give on passion. Mm-hmm. Very easy. When, if if I was to look at look at the numbers tonight, mm-hmm. it's the first person to comment on this live said, "You never do prophetic hour," mm-hmm. which lets me know that there might be some other people who only tune in because yeah. it said prophetic, prophetic hour. But the views that I had when I said East Point Initiative Update was nowhere near. Nowhere near. Nowhere. I could combine on all the times that I rebroadcast that update mm-hmm. how many people viewed mm-hmm. as opposed to me saying prophetic hour. And here's the thing. Because once people him. began to realize it wasn't, look at the numbers now. Mm-hmm. You was up in the teens and now we 
right now, currently, we got three. Mm-hmm. You can comment gifts now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Facebook, Facebook Live has stepped up. Facebook yeah, Live has stepped up. Facebook Live went on. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait till somebody go live. Oh, man, I'm giving all the reaction. Here's the, here's the messed up part. I got this deserved. Yeah, you're going to get hit. No, but no, here's, here's the messed up part. I got two weeks till next level service comes back. By that time, he's going to be a professional with it. Oh, yeah. He's going to be experimenting with you. By the time right. it gets to me, he's going to be professional with it. <laughs> right Janelle, why you do that? Why you show him that? Thanks a lot, it's on like popcorn. But you know what the thing about it is that, and this is that's a perfect example. You're over here trying to change lives in a community that is number one. There's no prominent church in East Point. Mm-hmm. There's no real prominent church. There was one that really wasn't doing up, and they dipped out. That's another thing. But there's no prominent church, and yet we will go to a church that's not reaching the community. Ain't doing anything. They're skeptical, and cast these cats out, mm-hmm. and get mad. We were just with, uh, last week. We was talking with somebody, and they was dealing with a ministry that was stealing thousands, tens of thousands of dollars from people, scamming mm-hmm. people literally out of money to fund these events and conferences and things of that nature. Yep. And there's no fruit to show it. There's no evidence to show for it. And so there's good seed and bad soil. And I feel like, oh okay. Jesse's over here looking like the uh, the janitorial deacon service over here, but <laughs> but the issue is that that, that what we have right now, we're not investing in good soil. Maya, how are you supposed to be watching? You supposed to be out at an event as or on your way back here? I don't know. You know, Maya, she try, she try to be like me. <laughs> Go but ahead, so I'm sorry. But we're not we're not investing in good soil. There's no there's no reason that Jason shouldn't hit hit his goal by day two. Literally, no reason that should not happen. If everybody on this friend list gave ten dollars, the goal would have been met. And, and so then it's, some. It, it's not. It's you no. Know, it's 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 it becomes an issue. And then this 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 what happens? If we don't get the support financially with manpower, ministry can't run. It's more than just one person. Mm-hmm. Ministry was never designed to be an individual thing. That's why when people say your church. Mm-hmm. God called me to raise a church, mm-hmm. but it's not my. I'm I'm responsible in as far as a legal and spiritual component because I'm the shepherd. But the work and the undergirding comes from the people. It's not even scriptural that the pastor brings in the, the people. Thank you. That's a their job is to feed the sheep in the house, to create an environment where God's spirit is welcome, and you can grow and you can develop. And they should be so much of a change in your life that people should gravitate towards you. Because mm-hmm. evangelism is not that hard. Mm-hmm. We have evangelism now where people can hit the share button. And many folks that are watching online, your ministries, will not hit that share button. That's facts. Will They'll not take the, the time. They'll the service while they're in service, but they won't hit the share button. Won't take the time to hit. But let it be some type of, let it be some type of somebody fighting on the internet. Let it be an embarrassment video of the church. Most things that go viral, the church fuels it. But are we like to take the credit or not, we fuel most things that go viral. I'm running social experiments every day. Yeah. Because people don't care about purpose. They care about pettiness and passion. Mm-hmm. If I post something petty, like right now, it'll probably get at least 60 likes. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, and probably about 20 shares. I mean, I, I see this happen daily. But let me talk about um, somebody needing help. Or somebody getting ready to be out on the street. Or needing some assistance. Or whatever the case may be. Crickets. Because we, as the, as, as, as the Bible put it, we have become lovers of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've forsaken the things of God and the things that really matter. And we become lover of our, lovers of ourselves. That's why we, we preach to fill seats, but we mm-hmm. never do any outreach and go into the streets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm literally trying to move a church into a community that's a need that in the last two years it, it, since the pandemic hit 10 churches have left and it's not that they even shut down they just left the neighborhood. they've gone to less impoverished uh impoverished uh neighborhoods they've gone into places that are more conducive to the CCM type worship that they want to do or whatever the case may be and the motivational think tanks and all this other kind of stuff I'm literally watching churches do services online that's uh, Opening up their church services with game shows. Yeah and trivia questions mm-hmm. When he said enter his gates with Thanksgiving and discourse with praise. They don't even do prayer a lot in most churches now mm-hmm. What they do now is prayer videos They got somebody praying with a bunch of music video type techniques. Why do we need all this to win somebody's soul? Because we have no power. And we have no power because we have no relationship. And because if we had relationship, true relationship, our relationship would point us to purpose as opposed to, as opposed to our passion. That's our issue. We, we, we pursue passion. Here's part of why we also pursue passion. And, and, and this portion, I blame us as pastors. Mm-hmm. Um, we, have st- we have talked so much about your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. Mm-hmm. That we start pursuing our passion because oftentimes you're gifted in your passion. Not all the time, but oftentimes you're gifted in your passion. Right. The thing that we don't understand is the gift just opens the door for you. Mm-hmm. It is your assignment and your purpose that makes you effective once you get in the door. Right. I was. I've been in dance, the dance ministry for. Well, I haven't done it the last, but five years or so. So I'll say about twenty. Let's say twenty-three years. I did the dance ministry. Mm-hmm. Me Sounds being a right. dancer in Columbus, Ohio, and Jay can attest to this. I was a prominent I was in a dance, dance ministry at one point too. We're not talking about strip hole. We're talking, <laughs> we're talking about in church. We're talking about in church. <laughs> we ain't talking about the pole. I'm talking about Jesus, not the pole bender. I Whoa, 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 whoa. That just took a turn. Yeah, but you over here talking about pursuing his passions. I guess that was his passion. <laughs> having a dream about you on the pole. You hear him say that? He said, he said I literally just had a dream about you the other night. No, 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 he said he had a dream about strippers. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he said, I thought he, said he had a dream about you. Oh, no, no, no. My bad. No, no, nigga. Let's not act like that's not something that Jay would say, especially after last week, after the last podcast, what he said. What I said last week. I'm not gonna recap. Listen, go back to the last podcast. Re- I'm not going. Re- I'm not gonna rehash that because it's going. You're going to bring it up again. Maya knows what I'm talking about because Maya's the one who brought up what you said. What but anyway, I uh, know we. I know we ain't talking about it. Um, no. So our problem is, is that or we have person, we have to, we person. have taught we have been teaching that our gifts make room for us. 
Mm-hmm. And we keep teaching about the gift and the gift and the gift. And we become passionate about our gift and our gift and our gift. And we have few pastors teaching about purpose. Few pastors teaching about assignment. My folk will, will tell you, one of my big questions every time they ask me, should they do something? Or should they talk to somebody? I ask them, is that person your assignment? Mm-hmm. Here, here is where assignment really began to be solidified in me. The Bible talks about where Jesus was, uh, uh, he was on his way to go heal the 12-year-old girl mm-hmm. who had died, who he said was asleep. On his way there is when he encountered the woman with the issue of blood. And everybody loves the woman with the issue of blood story. Hallelujah, praise God. She hey, pressed good. Touched the hem of his garment, and that faith has made material. you whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what, here's what we missed that really illuminated to this. God really illuminated this to me a few years ago, and I hadn't seen I've heard that scripture preached countless times. Never seen this like that before, before God brought it out to me. Jesus is walking through a crowd that the Bible says is thronging him. Mm-hmm. The crowd is literally throwing themselves at him. Jesus, heal me, touch me, bless me, give me a word, say this to me. I want to be with you. I want to walk with you. And he just keeps going. Mm-hmm. He never stopped because he had an assignment to go to. Mm-hmm. And the only time he stopped was when what we would see as an unexpected assignment detoured him for a moment mm-hmm. he dealt with this unexpected assignment right and went right on back to the assignment he was going towards we get shiny ball distracted squirrel distracted christians who think everybody and everything is their assignment mm-hmm. everybody and everything is god when it's really just an opportunity and that's because all we teach is your gift will make room for you and bring you mm-hmm. before great men. Right. So if you're a singer, you should take every engagement. If you're, if you're a singer, you should go do this or do that. If you're a preacher, you should do this. Sometimes it is just something you're gifted so folk will notice you. People notice me in Columbus, Ohio because mm-hmm. I could dance well. Right. And then they start to hear me exhort before I dance. Oh, he's got an anointing beyond the, beyond the dance. Right. Which made it as an easier transition for me to be able to preach in some of these churches I was right. able to preach in. Right. I could come and, and give the word as long as I danced. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, they stopped asking me to come dance and said, we need to hear a word. You, we know you have a word. And mm-hmm. God would say, yeah, go. Give them the word. And people just need to understand that every opportunity to use your gift is an assignment. It's not an assignment. That's right. That's, that's just the, the facts of it. And we deal with that a lot, especially in today's culture of church and I'm not trying to pick on musicians or anything like that, but it's not just musicians, it's preachers as well. But, like, if we really understood purpose and we really understood assignment, we wouldn't go everywhere we had the opportunity or the availability to go. Mm-hmm. I tell people this all the time. I'm, ex- I'm invited to preach S- almost everywhere mm-hmm. all the time. And I say no. Almost all the time. Um, the last time that I accepted a speaking engagement outside of the scope of what God has purposed me to do in my assignment was when Johnny asked me to fill in for Game Changers last year. And the only reason why I accepted that is because God gave me a word mm-hmm. for Game Changers. Mm-hmm. So there was purpose. There was a purpose in that. Mm-hmm. And God was trying to get a clarion message to the body of Christ. And that was the platform that was necessary for me to be able to do it. And if you look at the footage, it was one of the only nights that people actually gave their life to Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it was purposeful for me to be there. 
Mm -hmm. And I always gauge whether or not I'm in the right place by the response of the word. And I know a lot of people say, well, you shouldn't do that because you're not always going to get people. No, but if God gives me a word that takes me, as you said, off track Mm -hmm. or detours me from what I'm supposed to be doing, Mm -hmm. then I expect something to happen for somebody else in the process. Because it it would make no sense for Jesus to take the detour if the woman never got healed. That's right. Mm -hmm. Ooh, let's let's bruh, be honest about bruh. it. it, it and we got what we have right now in the body of Christ is that we got a lot of people taking detours and ain't affecting no change. And nobody's getting healed. Nobody's getting set free. Nobody's getting delivered. Nobody's getting a breakthrough. <laughs> but we we've we've abruptly put a cease to our assignments to pursue our passions and nothing has happened for anybody but for yourself. And so, let me go back to this, because I'm talking about how, if you understood how important your purpose and your assignment was, then you wouldn't allow yourself to go into certain spaces. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's foolish to say that you're called, that you're a minstrel or a Levite or whatever the case may be, terminology you want to attach to it, and to play somewhere where you do not have the heart of the ministry. That's right. Mm -hmm. Or don't know the vision of the house. Or don't know the sound that God has released over that house. And on the flip side, I think it's reckless as a leader, as a pastor, to allow that to even be a circumstance. Right. And then you're wondering why your church services aren't meaningful, why why people aren't getting saved, why people come and go and don't have no consistency and no stability. Because You've allowed people who were seeking opportunity and gig and a paycheck to come do something that they were never authorized or anointed to do. Mm -hmm. I've watched people turn down gigs just because the money ain't right. Yep. But did you take the time to ask God, was this my assignment? Mm -hmm. Like you only had a conversation with this ministry from a monetary aspect, mm-hmm. but you never ask, well, let me come sit in the service. Let me see how the flow is. Let me see how you operate in this house. Because at the end of the day, you may have to take a pay cut as it pertains to your purpose and your assignment. Yes. Pastors do it all the time. Mm-hmm. For the most of us, we don't get paid. Hmm. We work secondary jobs. Mm-hmm. And that's how we take care of our families. So, yes, we put up with your crap. And your and I'm not saying crap in a negative sense, but we put up with your with your stuff, your issues, your brokenness, your tears, your fears, your hopelessness, the fact that you abandoned your dreams and your ambitions and that you don't believe in yourself. We put up with all that for free. Mm-hmm. Because you don't have enough faith to believe for yourself. But we do that. Because we understand that sometimes passion, purpose, and assignment supersedes passion. If Jay, for example, mm-hmm. has had multiple opportunities to take on pastoral jobs That's a fact. that are paying pastoral jobs. Good pay. But they were not his assignment. Mm-hmm. It would be nothing with as core to the Baptist as I am 
to step up and apply for one of these open positions and get a pastor in the Baptist church. But that's not the assignment God gave me. Mm-hmm. He said, I need you to go into these broken communities where these people don't have no money. They're not even homeowners. They have no assets. They barely got families. Their marriages is barely hanging on by a thread. They, they, they daughters is, is, is out here tricking. Mm-hmm. They sons are selling drugs. They brothers and sisters is alcoholics. Mm-hmm. The daddies is on crack. The moms is out here selling it so that she can pay it. Mm-hmm. I need you to go into these communities. And that's where I need you to build from the ground up. That is purpose. That is assignment. That is, is not just an opportunity. That's not. That, that, no. And so we got to understand that sometimes what, what God has given you a purpose to do mm-hmm. is not always going to be conducive to your passions. Most times. It's but not when you love you. God and you want to see his kingdom advance, it becomes your passion. You get pur- you get passionate about your purpose. Uh, allow me to get um, shallow deep. It'll mm-hmm. be shallow, y'all, but deep for some folk who who, mm-hmm. who ain't who have no concept of this. Uh, this is why we have spiritual cardiomyopathy. Mm-hmm. If you know what cardiomyopathy is, Say right now. cardiomyopathy, spiritual okay. cardiomyopathy. Okay. My, cardiomyopathy is uh, basically it is heart. It's 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 a, it's a yeah, heart. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you went doctoral on this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what Jones on everybody. <laughs> Move over, Bishop is. Bishop, doctor, right? Jesse in, in, Jones. In, in, in a, Eric's a, 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 It gives you all of the same symptoms of a heart attack, without actually the symptoms. So you feel like your arteries are clogged. You 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 feel like your 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 everything is is not pumping, and so your body reacts to it in such a manner. I say spiritual cardiomyopathy because the Bible says it this way in Proverbs the thirteenth chapter and the twelfth verse. You better read. Mm -hmm. And I'm reading from New King James Version for those who like to follow along. Right, it yes, says, "Hope deferred makes the heart sick, mm-hmm. but when the desi- but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life." Mm-hmm. And the essence of that small, quick passage is this: the hope is not your passion, but it is your purpose. What, the reason a lot of you are so perplexed and so depressed and so despondent and so discouraged is because you have made your purpose deferred you have not pursued it you have not looked into it to pursue it and you have not gone after it and so the very thing that your body your spirit the whole thing the whole reason you were placed on this planet has not even had an had a chance to have a glimpse to make it come to pass so the body begins to 
naturally manifest the spiritual heartache it has. Mm -hmm. I have this desire to do this because it's what I was created to do, but no one's going after it. So now I'm 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 sick. I'm 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 hopeless. I I have a lack of anointing. I have a lack of authority. I have a lack of power. The devil can can do whatever he wants to do to me because I'm not in position. But the Bible then goes on to say, but when the desire comes, the desire is again not your passion. The desire is the fulfillment of your purpose of your assignment. Mm -hmm. When it comes, there's a tree of life. There get, is no greater joy in my life, and now these these gentlemen too, who are here with me can attest because they've seen how I have lit up since I've been here. No greater joy that I have than teaching the Word of God. No greater joy that I have than being able to present the Word of God to people who need to hear it and affect their lives and change their lives and change their perspective and draw them closer to God. No, When I leave from high praise ministries, I am drained, I am tired, but I am excited. I, when I am preparing to bring the word, when I am preparing for ministry, I am excited. Nothing gets me more excited than that. Mm. Nothing on this planet. And yeah, for those of y'all whose mind is carnal, sex is second. But it ain't first. Because I was designed spiritually first. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I, I'm, I'm talking about me. I'm talking about okay. me. That's, that's, that's just, just, that's just. That's his testimony. This Jesse's <laughs> Jesse's testimony. These views are not a views of the host That's and not the co-host. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying. I is, love the is, word of God. I love this. reading it, studying it, teaching it, all that kind of stuff, man. If he God inspired me, I'd write my own book. But Jesus Christ. Listen, this is no, so, because here's here's the thing. Sex. The, the, because this <laughs> because what, here's the thing. This is my purpose. Whether I'm married or not, this is my purpose. Mm -hmm. I was doing this long before I was ever having sex. I've been doing this since I was I 10 got years a, old. A few years. I started this. At, I started doing this. You, you, you were set apart, from the, set apart for this at six years old. Eight. At eight years old. Yeah. I got saved at five. I started doing this at ten. You got saved to kindergarten. Yes. Mo um, the movie The Burning Hell scared the hell out of me, and that's a whole different story. But because this is my purpose, this is what I was created to do, this is, listen, I, if I'm down, if I'm depressed, if I'm angry, let somebody need to be mentioned You must too. ain't never snuck and done it where you was in a room, a house full of people that you wasn't supposed to be doing it in a house full don't, of. Don't, don't, don't ever assume that I have not played, that I have not laid the anointing on someone in a room full. And, we, and, the, scr and the, the screams that were coming out were not, holy, well, they were holy screams, but they weren't all about What's Jesus. What's your name? They it, was calling Jesse, but they weren't the calling Jesus. still better than that? Yes. Man, I, you know, the riskier the better. Mm. Listen, I'm a different dude. This, this, but the, point, the principle of it is when you pursue and go after your assignment and your purpose, and you go after it with everything I remember you my mom got. and my cousin was out right out Listen. in the living room. <laughs> you didn't your mom and, and, and here's, here's, here's the other thing. Feet away. Here's, here's the other thing. About 15 Lord, feet. Here's, here's the other thing. Lord willing. <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord willing, I'll be able to do this. Church, no. <laughs> Lord willing, I'll be no able to do this longer. Out of applause. Listen. I'll be able to do this a lot longer than I'm able to have sex. Hey, that real smart. My voice like, will, my voice like will a raise. Drum line. <laughs> <laughs> 
My voice will raise. Nick Cannon. <laughs> Is that easy? Listen, my voice will, will raise longer than Viagra can raise me. Oh, That's all I'm saying. Viagra? Yeah, my voice will raise a lot longer than Viagra can raise know. me. I promise you. Because I can, if God willing, I ain't trying to live till I'm 90, but God willing, if, I, if I'm in my 90s, I can still do this. I st- my, you know I'm you my still bones, 90? I know I can. I ain't going to. But I can't because this is my all I'm saying. This He's is my gonna purpose. take me out of here when my drive go. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing left here. Thank God, it's time to my anointing is gone. <laughs> the virtue has left you. Listen. The virtue has left you. The virtue is gone, man. But this is what this is what I'm. This is what I'm purpose to do. Man, when I lose my sex drive, I'm well, not preaching another see, sermon. But, <laughs> but see, here's the thing. Closing up shot. That's you, when you, you get up there and start bleeding on the members. Y'all, y'all living in sin. <laughs> doing wrong. <laughs> You're going to hell. <laughs> here, the, here the thing, though. Here the thing. God <laughs> gonna strike you. Even even in Jeff's <laughs> preaching open day, brimstone. What? Here the here the thing. Like, even, he ain't not denomination no more. <laughs> even even in Jeff's. <laughs> you are you're, you're right in the midst of the topic of it because the sex is your passion. But ministry is still your purpose. But when you lose your sex drive, mm-hmm. sex is your passion. When you lose sex, mm-hmm. you start bleeding from the womb and Sex can be purposeful. Sex can be purposeful, but it ain't your purpose. Hey, well, yeah. no, no. I'm Father yeah. Abraham over here. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, no, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. You got the. I know. I listen. I know you got a village in your house. I already know. I understand I'm the that. Faith right now. <laughs> <laughs> You can't tell me my kids ain't my purpose. <laughs> Got many nations over there. Father of many nations. Got Israel. And yet and, yet and still. And yet and still. It is your passion. You got a whole school but you over there. Call, because here's the thing. Now, what, what should I say is my duty. <laughs> no, <laughs> now, what? Now, well, that again may be true. It is my duty. Well, yet again, well, that may be true. It is still, it is still your passion. And ain't nothing wrong with your passion, especially when you excel at it like I do. You're allowed to have that passion. Janelle says she's an angel. No, she ain't. She's not an angel? Listen, that's my member. I know. I know better. She says she's an angel. I know, I know better. Listen, I'm going to say this like my wife says it. The folks at High Praise Ministries, we all were saved for a reason. We we ain't we ain't fall we ain't stumble upon salvation. We all got saved because we need to be saved. We needed we needed Jesus. We <laughs> we all needed him. But my point is is that when you pursue your purpose, everything in you changes. Your mood changes. Your life changes. When you go after purpose, if you find yourself ultra depressed all the time and don't ever be able to see nothing good nothing and, you're, and all this other stuff is going on all because some of the folk i know who i'm talking to right now some they ain't listening to the podcast right? but some of the folk i'm talking to right now in the spirit them negroes they they getting it but they still ain't fulfilled I'm jealous there is a purpose that has to be fulfilled and if you don't fulfill your purpose the bible says it makes the heart sick Mm-hmm. And if the heart is sick, the whole body has trouble functioning. Mm-hmm. But when you fulfill it, the Bible says it's a tree of life. Mm-hmm. Stop pursuing. Pa- and here's the thing. Here's a wonderful thing about God. Go ahead and pursue purpose. And I promise you, 
some of your passions will come. I can get it now. And get it well. Shouts out to Elder Philander. But I'm oh, pursuing wow. my purpose. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. Show enough shout. Shout it out. We shout it out. <laughs> she gonna get me for that one, but that's okay. It's truth anyhow. Uh, when when you pursue purpose. I've been a high praise member so long because I'm an angel of the church. I thought you was the angel you of the You what? You, Janelle. Now, do, Jan, Janelle, don't sit up on, 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 on this holy podcast. Don't you on this get up here on Beyonce's internet lying. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like one of my members over here. You ain't, you, we ain't, it don't take no convincing. You ain't no angel. We, we have heard you talk. And here come my other member. Here comes Sharice jumping on in saying, no, you're not Janelle. See, I told you. you and know, I didn't have to say nothing. You. I didn't even have to say I nothing. I believe you, the, Janelle. The rest of the members is coming to back it up. I believe we Janelle. We got saved for a reason. I believe Janelle's angel. You can believe it all. Wait, I'm of course, you, wait, of course I, you I don't believe, believe it. that the least bit. I, I stand hold, with hold Janelle. On, hey, God, well, of, of course, unrepentant Judas over here will I believe I stand it. with you, Janelle. The no, liar loves to believe lies. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't he believe that lie? father of lies. You, you're the father of faith. I'm the father of lies. Yeah. You have you you were ha- you were having sex, procreating lies. That's what you're doing. That's the father of lies. Yeah, you birthed all kinds of lies. That, and me too, Janelle. Me too. Yes, you too lie. I'm you are absolutely right. The me but the me we, three if, movement is about to start with this. If we go if we wow. go and pursue purpose, which is for me. Uh, is a passionate topic because God told me to call High Praise Ministries the real raw church of purpose. Mm-hmm. I remember I'm that. always I talking about Greenleaf. purpose. <laughs> right. Real, real right. Church right. Of right. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I had hey, I had hey, the real hey, raw church of purpose long before Greenleaf was ever a hey, thought. You across the street from Calvary. <laughs> right. <laughs> long before there was ever a Greenleaf, there was a High Praise. I promise you. I, I Passing out Riley Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> we believe the land we can build though. We believe in teaching oh, purposes. As a matter of fact, you're welcome, anyone, Janelle. Uh, you're when, welcome, Janelle. When see. anyone comes to high praise, one of the things I say to them is I make a vow to them. I make a vow to help them deepen their relationship with Christ. That's true. I make a vow to be the best pastor for them that I can be. Mm, and I make a vow know. to them that I will help them pursue purpose at all costs. At all costs. Because without purpose. Nothing matters. Dang, the whole church then got on here and ganged up on it. They they must have sent a group text like, get on this Facebook. Listen, (laughs) you see, I told told you, I I didn't have to say a word. I believe Janelle. I stand with Janelle. I don't think she's lying. I think she's an angel. She probably brought favor to the house. Mm. She probably added some extra favor to the Mm. church. Mm. Like, like, Like when you add some seasoning to the chicken. She's like the seasoning. She like that little that that crack they put on the Jane Jane chicken. I got a feeling she's the problem child. I don't know. It ain't my business. I, I'm I'm not gonna confirm nor deny none of those allegations. All I'm gonna say is we all got to say the high praise with for a you. reason. Victory Empowerment City Church. We stand with Janelle. Ain't Listen. no Holy Ghost over there. I ain't hitting on nothing. <laughs> Somebody come get y'all folk. No, seriously, man. Um, I, I just want the body of Christ to really um, begin to really start living on purpose. Um, 
the, the we are in a very bad state mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as it pertains to. Uh, you tried to roll up on me last time I was there. What are you talking about? Ain't tried to stick stick your guard dog on me. Um, she ain't up. She ain't butt nothing but up to your ankle. That's why she tried to sit, stick her guard dog on me. The one that's taller than me. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> Who's trying to stick a guard on you? Janelle? <laughs> oh my god. She says he rolls a backup. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to tell you. She said, get him. I was like, get him. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. What type of backup Ooh. is this? But, no, um, watch this real, real quick. I'm, I'm, I'm going to shut Janelle down for you real quick. Hey, Janelle. How about since we're talking about assignments, you finish your assignment? Go ahead, sir. Oh, oh, oh. Something <laughs> <laughs> ain't been turned in. But, um. Now they're supporting Janelle. This is the most backwardest <laughs> philosophy of church. No, no, this, this is one of those we could talk about uh, our family, but you so, can't talk so about So this kind of mm. wraps up, like, with both uh, what we were talking about in terms of con- deconstructionalism and the lack of pursuit of purpose. And I made a post on Facebook a couple of days ago um, that basically said this dispensation that the church is in right now as it pertains to the pandemic that is still plaguing the body of Christ. I'm not talking about the goat pan. We're not talking about monkeypox and uh, and COVID. Mm-hmm. Talking about this 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 phase that the church is in. Um, and one of the things that God, I was I was praying the other day, and I was just asking God, like, you know, because I'm always asking God for clarity to discern the time that we're in so that we know how to properly navigate it and deal with our people. Um, and the, the, the thing that he dropped in my spirit was seducing spirits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you... Look at, at the essence of the core of deconstructionism, um, and even at the core of why we pursue passion over purpose. At at the core of that is seducing spirits, mm-hmm. and what seducing spirits is are lying spirits that manipulate truth. Um, to the degree that it convinces you that the lie is the truth and that the truth is false mm-hmm. or the truth is the lie. And this is why the church um, is so anti-correction, uh, anti-word, mm-hmm. uh, um, anti-commandment. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. We will create every argument possible to negate truth, to g- negate purpose, to negate power, to negate all these things that are necessary for us to grow. And then we wonder why the body of Christ is stagnant. 
I, I, I'm sorry. I, I know we in your house, Jay, but God dog, bro. He got his foot out on the chair. His and and, and, and the talons just 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 it just scared me. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I was I wasn't ready for the. Jay got his foot out. Nick. Look on t- look, look at this man. This this and it's got a curve. I already like walk a around butt. my own house barefoot. Bold. They have socks on. This dude look like got monkey pops on his foot. But them, go ahead, uh, I'm sorry. Jamie Fox feet from Booty Cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for. I, I I opened my pop, took a sip of it, and I put it right here, and all of a sudden, this 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 my feet's bigger. This STD foot just STD. just stares at me. STD, yeah, yeah, your, your foot looks like it's got syphilis. <laughs> he said your feet got the package. <laughs> Maya said my feet was the most beautiful feet she ever seen in her life. Maya lied to you. She has to say that because she loves you. She your husband. She your wife. I mean, Maya, you got to come out of that line. You starting to act like Jay if you did say that. No, but seriously, so seriously. I'm sorry. I did, we we have to. This is this is the the time that we're in. Mm-hmm. People are being sold a lie and they're buying it. In droves, we pay for the lie, the lie, and we denounce the truth. That's a fact. And this is why it's so hard for people who are really operating and moving in purpose to get and garner the support that they need to do real ministry that impacts and changes lives. And I'm not just talking about the the things that I endeavor to do in terms of ministry. I'm talking about there are people who are literally trying to do real ministry and be impactful to people's lives, to build broken communities and all that kind of stuff. But because the church has so hell-bent on passion, we've negated purpose. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, and, and we talk about this all the time. Um, at the end of the day, the one thing that we were commissioned to do was to go make disciples. He didn't say nothing about pursuing your passions and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah, your gift will make room for you and all that. You know, we all that the, the, the top top five cliches that you know people like to quote in the body of Christ. But the problem is, is that we like to quote cliches, but we don't like to quote the Word of God, and we don't like to live in truth. Everybody is trying to find their truth. But 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 nobody's trying to find the truth of the word of God mm-hmm. that makes their living truthful. Because you can live in your truth and still be living a lie. If you if it's measured against the word of God and it does not line up mm-hmm. with his plan and purpose and will for your life. And so we got to get out of this phase where and it's it, it's so crazy because we say it's the trick of the enemy and all this other kind of stuff, but really I don't think that the devil is as busy in the church as we give him credit to be. I think it's these niggas. I'm in agreement these, with that. These pastors, these preachers, these teachers, these prophets, these, these, these seducing, lying spirits who have, who have enthroned themselves as legitimate men and women of God. But all they have done is become lover of themselves and try to elevate themselves. And the Bible is very clear about people who think more highly of themselves than they ought. Mm-hmm. You, are, you are almost operating 
and what I don't know if I called it this last time. I gave it a name, but it's probably something different now that I'm about to say. But the Lucifer complex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think you're God. You think you got the chops. You think that you're worthy to be praised. Mm-hmm. You think that you all that in a bag of chips. You think that you're somebody. Mm-hmm. And the truth of the matter is that I don't care how much money you make, what status you are, how many news cameras show up at your next event, how big your church is, none of that kind of stuff. You are nobody. That's a fact. If God ain't in it, you are a nobody. That's a fact. You're the real aim to even think that you can operate God's business absent his presence. And that's why. Absent his purpose. Absent his plan. When you think that your plan is bigger than God's, you are a lame. You are a nobody. So I'm talking to whoever preacher, leader, or whatever the case may be who might watch this later. If you are attempting to do things out of your own selfish driven ambitions and you are trying to do things um, of your own will and of your own power and of your own might and so that you can get the attention and you can get the accolades, you are a lame. You are a nobody. And you're disgusting. And the reason why you're disgusting is that because there are so many people out there who legitimately look to the body of Christ for hope for guidance, for reconciliation, for restoration, for all these things that they need to be successful at life, and you are failing them because you can't live beyond yourself. You're a lame. You're a nobody. You're nothing. And until you get right with God in this season and stop being that lying, seducing spirit and presence and force in the people of God's life, woe unto you. It's that serious out here. Here's the thing. They're not going to get right with God. That's the sad truth of it. Because a bunch of them have been turned over to, an, to a, a reprobate, reprobate mind. Mm-hmm. And Ichabod has been written across many of their churches. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I don't want people to miss what you said in that. It is This ain't really an attack of the enemy. Mm-hmm. This is your choice. Like so, last Sunday when I was at Bishop Miller's, I was ta- I was dealing with prayer, and I was telling people to, try- to get people to understand why the disciples asked Jesus to teach them how to pray. I said you have to understand what was going on. Mm-hmm. This is the first time in their lifetime mm-hmm. they ever heard or seen God respond to prayer. The last time prior to Jesus that God's word was heard was in Malachi, the fourth chapter. Mm. That's a 400 plus year gap between Malachi and Jesus. God ain't speaking that much. Conversely, please know the devil ain't speaking that much Mm. because the only time the devil really chooses and likes to speak is in contrast to God's word. Mm hmm. So if God ain't said nothing, he mm-hmm. ain't got a reason to say nothing. Mm-hmm. God ain't being used and his word is not being used in a whole lot of y'all churches mm-hmm. and a whole lot of your words and a whole lot of your ministries and a whole lot of your doings. Mm-hmm. And so why would the devil have to speak? He ain't got to, he ain't got to come against you. Mm-hmm. You ain't said nothing that God said. You're not moving according to what God would have you to do. Right. You're holding you up. 
Right. You did mm-hmm. this because you want to be glorified, because you want something that makes you great. Christians have this, this, this mentality that we're all supposed to be rich. We're all supposed to be great. We're all supposed to be these things because we talk about, oh, we're the head and not the tail. We're above and not beneath the lender and not the borrower. Sometimes we're supposed to struggle. Sometimes you have to go through. The problem is because since you are not doing God's word, you're not pursuing your purpose and not your passion, your struggle is longer than others. Israel had to go 400, excuse me, 40 years around that same mountain mm-hmm. because they wouldn't line up with what God said to do. They wouldn't stop their bickering. They wouldn't stop their complaining. They wouldn't stop their idolatry. They wouldn't stop their mess. And so you got, they had to go around the same, time, same mountain 40 years and then an entire generation of them had to die off before they were ever allowed to enter the promised land. Mm-hmm. Their leader, Moses, had to die before they were ever, excuse me, had to be removed before they were ever allowed to enter into the promised land. His right hand, Aaron, had to die before they ever were allowed to enter into the promised land. All because, Probably not back. because Satan attacked, Which because they? they chose to not get out of their own way and be in God's word. The wilderness, there was no demonic warfare at all in the wilderness. At all. It was provision, there was direction, and there was destination. Mm-hmm. The hindering factor, the whole point of the wilderness. Say that again in the mic. It was, it was provision because he gave them, he, they was being fed, but miraculously, supernaturally, on, by, by God giving them provision. They had destination. They knew that they had a promised land that was theirs, and they had direction. And it was their issues that hindered everything. They got to the point where they was going to elect someone else to lead them back to Egypt. Mm-hmm. Because it's either it's easier to lead me back to bondage because bondage is familiar mm-hmm. than to believe or something that's guaranteed to be mine's. And all that all that we've seen in, in that in that and in, in Exodus is what we see today. How many people say one minute God has called me to do X, Y, and Z? But because it have requires me to let go of my of my now and what I've been used to, then fear creeps in. Mm-hmm. My own insecurity creeps in. So now let me just find another leader that's going to pacify my need and preach me something that I'm that I know that I'm I've graduated from, mm-hmm. that I'm not there no more. But you know what? I really don't like this promised land. Even when mm-hmm. they seen the promised land, they still didn't believe they could get it. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. So it's sometimes in people's lives, they could even see or be, they were close enough to send spies out to see the land. That means you're close. That means you're real close. If you can send someone to go over the hill, come back, and give you a full report, and 10 out of the 12 spies says we can't take it because the Canaanites are in this land. And the Canaanites didn't bother them. That's the whole thing. And so it's how many times have you been to visit the land that God has called you to go to and you got afraid of what was in the land? Mm-hmm. And yet we forget God said it's yours. Mm-hmm. If you take ownership of something, you have ownership of something, it's yours. And we don't want to go into that. One thing that, that, that I believe, and I have come to the realization the last couple of months, there's a reason why I believe the devil attacked Bishop Eddie Long. Mm-hmm. Because he preached authority. That's right. If you take the the teaching of authority out of the body of Christ, mm-hmm. it opens the floodgates to perversion, to fear, to manipulation. Because without authority, you don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. 
You don't know who you are. There's so many men that I've talked to in the last 24 hours that want to go to a church, but around people that are prophets, apostles, and power from the Lord, but don't ever take them to a ministry. Don't mm -hmm. ever spend time reading the word to them. But on Facebook, we prophesy and giving God the word of the Lord and all. But people in your own home want more of God. You're not giving it to them. Mm -hmm. And how can you take care of God's house when your house is in shambles? That's crazy. How can you move in kingdom, true kingdom authority when your house is in this chaos? Mm -hmm. Because the truth be told, the reason why we, there's not a lot of power publicly, because there's not a lot of power privately. That's a fact. There it is. That's a fact. That's what it. That's the whole thing. And so we tried to become and mass something publicly to create a public image that I'm this. Mm -hmm. But let's be honest. If there's not a camera out there, are you still going to be in the community? Whoop. If, they, right. if there's not, if, they, if if the membership is low, are you still going to preach like it's a packed house? Are you still, mm -hmm. if you, if you, are you going to still be dedicated to the call when it gets weird? That's where, that's where the test of true leadership comes from. When things are not going good, mm -hmm. when things are become difficult, when it looks like giving up is the best opportunity, when it looks like, so, those are the moments that make you a preacher, make you a pastor. And, and I think people are under the false notion there is a price that is paid, and it's a continuous price when you when you go to the level of being a pastor, being a prophet, being a bishop, and a pro there's a different cost. Mm -hmm. that's a, man, that's a fact. And if you don't got that in your bank account spiritually, Bruh. you will go spiritually bankrupt. And so many folk have been burned out of ministry because they're operating in something they was never anointed or graced to do. Mm -hmm. Grace is not unlimited. Mm-hmm. And that's the misconception about grace. Grace can be abused. You can you can run out of grace. The Bible's in the book of Ephesians that he gave us all a measure of grace. That's right. That's right. And so that measure of grace, my grace may be different than your grace because I have a whole different lane God has called me to do. That's right. And I'm going to need my grace to maneuver in my lane. But if I'm trying to maneuver out of my lane, I'm maneuver out of my grace, out of my oil. So I'm a, And I'm going to be subject to the warfare of those demons and principalities in that region. That mm -hmm. I'm not grace to contend with. And that's the issue. You could be called the pastor. Don't mean called to plant a church. That's right. Because the Bible, you look throughout the Bible, no pastor planted. No pastor planted. Mm -hmm. he, the apostles laid the foundation and then put people in place as seemed to be fit in that region. Because there were people that were anointed in grace for that region. They may have been called there to come in there to see what the need was, to assess that, and put. And this is what it is. Everybody wants to do what somebody else does. Every, one minute, everybody was going to try to be bishops because they seen Bishop James, Bishop Eddie Long, and it became a domino fit. Now everybody becomes a bishop. Now everybody's trying to become apostles. We know folks getting ordained in hospitals because we're hungry for the title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not even like, like that's not even an exaggeration. That's a true it's factual fact. thing. They're getting Dane in hospitals now, but it's like it took it took it took it took what sixteen years for JC just to to even think of the idea of becoming an apostle. It took it took mm -hmm. it, it took years of planning and power, and you just become a bishop out of here, and you ain't have one member, right? You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's there becomes a thing and an issue. How are you a bishop before Rod Parsley? How are you on the same level as a bishop TDJs? And that's what, what I was saying earlier. Like I made a post earlier on Facebook, and I said, you know, I've been pastoring since I was you know 22 years old, 
as a as a as as a senior pastor. Before that, um, as an assistant pastor, but I've been in ministry since I was eight years old. But even in sixteen years of pastoral ministry, multiple uh, churches, I still have a level of discomfort mm-hmm. when advising other pastors on pastoring. I literally just saw that post before. I came um, because I, you know, I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. I'm still growing. There's still some things that I don't understand. Like I have a meeting with my pastor on Monday because I said I need your advice because this 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 spear, this ram that I'm in right now, it's uncomfortable. It's different. I know it's necessary. I know what God is saying, but I need to make sure that I'm, you know, because you know people understand that faith is only half the battle. Mm-hmm. Wisdom is the other half. That's right. There's some things that you can believe God by faith, but he expects you to apply wisdom in executing what you believe by faith. And that's the that's the area. It's not that I don't believe. That's 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 not my struggle. My struggle is the wisdom of application in this season of this spear or this realm in which I am in and doing ministry. And you would think that after planting seven ministries successfully, still in operation. That I would have a handle on this, but each one has been different. And this is the first place that I've planted where I literally had to plant with nothing. Literally nothing. And I'm not talking about financially. I'm talking about no seats in no, no, no people in the seats. No, 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 no foundational core, no nothing, no family, no, no friends to, to back and support it and be uh, charter members, none of that kind of stuff. This is the first time in a, in a, in a place that I've never even visited mm-hmm. except once as a child mm-hmm. where God says, I know you want to go here, but I need you here. And so navigating and, and knowing what God says, because that is my gift. Faith is my gift. Mm-hmm. You know how people sit there and tell you that miracles is their gift, prophecy is their gift, all this other kind of stuff. My gift is faith. Mm-hmm. I just believe God in a way that is ridiculous to believe in. Mm-hmm. If God sit there and told me that I could take that bookcase and turn it into a multi-million dollar edifice for a church and community center, you believe it. I would believe it. Why? Because he said it. That is my gift well, to do, believe what he said. If you do this, get 10%. But in, in, in knowing what my gift is, mm-hmm. you like any gift, you have to be able to apply practical wisdom. And, and so the, half the battle is knowing what your gift is. The other one is being wise enough to properly handle. And, and, because there are a lot of people who are operating right now hmm. who cannot effectively handle or don't know how to effectively navigate or properly execute their gift because they're not using wisdom. Faith alone is not enough mm-hmm. when God is giving you the wisdom to help you navigate faith. Well, the thing is, is that they have also not allowed themselves to sit down long enough to be trained to get the wisdom. Mm-hmm. The literal definition of wisdom is applied knowledge. Applied knowledge. You can't have applied knowledge if you have no knowledge. Mm-hmm. 
Knowledge comes through teaching, training, education, experience. Mm -hmm. You that's how you gain your knowledge, right? And 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 speaking of faith in that same context, what I've taught, what I've been teaching high praise ministries, and because of how God showed it to me, is we have the concept of faith completely wrong, or not in totality. We believe mm -hmm. that faith is simply just believing. Mm -hmm. That's the seed of faith. That's where it starts. But the reason that Jesus said I, that you need to have faith the size of a mustard seed is because when you plant a mustard seed and it becomes a mature mustard plant, a, a, mm -hmm. whether it be a bush or a tree, whatever, it has the strength within it to sap the energy out of any other plant around mm -hmm. it. It is the strongest plant known to man at this point in time. Weeds can't stomp out a, a mustard mm -hmm. plant when it's mature. Right. Mm -hmm. So what Jesus was literally saying is your faith starts here. With what you believe. Mm. You plant it. You nurture it. You allow it to grow. And then your faith should grow from what you believe to what you know. That's right. I no longer just believe that God can heal me. I know no. he can heal me. Right. And mm -hmm. I stand on that. Right. This is why you say if God told you that this bookcase can be a multi-million dollar edifice, you believe it. It's because you know what God can do. Mm -hmm. We no longer, we don't have this knowledge of it because we don't experience God. And that we don't get any wisdom because we don't allow ourselves to be taught. Mm -hmm. Too many of these preachers, these pastors, these whoever have not sat down and allowed themselves to be trained. I, like you, am very reticent about accepting higher titles. My, my mentors and my, my, my covering pastor, we've had, since anniversary service, I've had a multitude of conversations about the things that have gone on and were said in anniversary service that I'm not going to talk about publicly. They have alluded, Jay has alluded to it, but I'm not going to talk about it publicly for quite some time until some things get settled. But I have, I'm reticent about it because I understand the weight of it and the responsibility of it and the things that go along with it. And part of it comes from my home training. The, the late, great Dr. Curtis Lewis, who was the, the minister of music for the Church of God in Christ International, mm. he, was, he was over their, their music ministry for, for years. He used to say this all the time. He said the problem with church is they don't know how to sit down. He would talk about the Old Testament a lot and would talk about how to be a minstrel in the temple in the Old Testament, people often had to sit for seven years without ever touching an instrument. It wasn't just that they came, but they had to sit and learn for seven years. Can you sit for seven years and not do nothing and just mm -hmm. learn? Mm -hmm. And that, that stuck with me. Right. To get me to a point of saying, I have to know what I need to know before I can ever move. And, and, that's, and that's, that was the whole point and uh, purpose of, of, of me trying to drive that point home. Is that when you understand purpose, and even in understanding purpose, the assignment not, may not always be the same. But it's fulfillment of one purpose. And, and, this is, and let me help you understand how complex it is what God has given me. Out of seven churches, with six of them, God said, I want you to take the church and touch the community. Build the church, effect change in the community. That, that was the assignment. But then on this thing, he says, I want you to take the community and touch the church. Mm -hmm. Build the community and affect the church. 
Do you know how hard of an assignment that is? Mm-hmm. How tall of a task that is? That's mm-hmm. a hit. That's tall. Because what he's asking to say is, I want you to take nothing and build it into something so great that the church takes notice. And see, it's it's what we like to call corrective surgery. Because this is the season that the church is in. It's a season of correction. Mm-hmm. And God is correcting some things. And in order for God to correct some things, he's got to do it in unconventional. This is what they, you know, experimental surgery and all that kind of stuff is about. It's because... It's, 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 you know that the surgery is necessary, but you don't necessarily know that the technique is available or has been tested enough to know that it will work. And God literally placed me here to be the guinea pig for his I'm not omniscience experience experiment. And says, I, I don't want you to take the church and touch the community. No, I want you to go take the community, then touch the church. But that's the, that's how God is stretching. And, and what's so crazy is, is I believe it's possible. Because he said it. Mm-hmm. Now, the issue, well, not really the issue, but now the next recourse is, God, give me the wisdom. Mm-hmm. To be able to execute what you showed me. It's not a it's no doubt in my mind that it's not possible. I know you can do it. I, you said it. Everything you said, it has to, it has to come to pass. It has to manifest. But give me the tools that I need. But all that is 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 faith encompassing and that's stretching your faith. So I heard Jake, Bishop Jake say this and it stuck with me. Um he said it this way. He said Faith, true faith starts where your human limitation stops. Mm. So in other words, if you can actually do it, you don't need faith behind it. And he used the analogy, he said, if I want to drink a water, all I got to do is get up from my bed, go to the sink, at the very least, go to the sink, turn a knob, and water runs. I don't need faith for clean water. He said, but there's some people in Africa and third world countries that wake up every day, got to walk five to seven miles, Mm -hmm. pray that the tyrants of the day don't get them in their journey to get to a pool that they pray is still there, get water and pray the water don't kill them. Mm -hmm. That is faith. They have no control over it. It is their human, their human limitation to stop where God is taking you now. Into the next phase of your human limitation stopping. You already know how to plant churches and have them affect the community. So now, let me bring you to the next level of your faith. Let me bring you to the next place in your life. Let me bring you to the next season of your life. While I'm yet using you to show the rest of the body of Christ what is coming. Let me take you to a place mm-hmm. where you've never been. And show you the next phase of your faith. Let me stretch you. And you have the intelligence to use wisdom, which is the other portion of your faith. Because again, faith is based in, is, is rooted in what you know. So now, okay, I know that God can. I know that he will. 
Now God give me the strategy. What do I need to do? Okay, first, hold on. Let me have a conversation with, with my covering. Because pastoring is like being a parent. You never stop being a parent. Mm-hmm. So your pastor will never not be your pastor. He'll never not, you'll never not at some point in time need to say, hey, can we talk? I just need some right. advice about some things. Need, need to deal with some things. And so you get the wisdom from then. You get the guidance mm-hmm. and the direction from God. And then you go to execute. Right. That is how faith works. But see, and that goes back to what we we're talking about is that when you are, when you are in pursuit of purpose and not passion, you care about those details. Absolutely. You you care about God's way of doing it. You care about how God intends to execute the plan. You're not leaning on your own understanding. You're not trying to do what seems expedient or what seems popular or what seems catchy or, where, or anything like that. You're literally leaning on God to, to see you through, to help you navigate. Mm-hmm. And we don't have a lot of that right now in the body of Christ, which is why God has taken me the route that he's taken me with this ministry. Because he says that I need to, I need, I need to show people something. This, this message is just as much for the church. as It is the community. And, 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 and so, you know, I just wish that we can get back to purpose. Mm-hmm. You and me both. Are, I promise you, you and me both. I, 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 Listen, if we just pursued purpose, which is to pursue God, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me sharpen my bullet and make it a sniper more so, not just say pursue purpose, pursue God's purpose with more diligence. I know the Bible says pursue peace with all, with all diligence and with all men, but pursue purpose in that same manner, pursue God's purpose in that same manner. And go after it with everything you got. He's already promised. All the other stuff gets added to you. But I would say do it whether he promised that stuff would get added to you or not. Right. It's not about whether or not the stuff is going to get added. It's about can you fulfill the purpose? Do the assignment. Just do the doggone assignment. If we spent more time just doing the daggone assignment God has given to us it would make things so much easier in your life and in everyone else's life around you I promise you it would if you just pursued purpose on that note we're going to take a real quick break we're going to come back with a real talk banter we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor hey everyone So jewelry will not only enhance your outfit, but also your mood and confidence. Maya Jordan, your favorite paparazzi consultant, has all the fabulous looks at an even more fabulous price. Also, ask me how to join the winning team and make your own income. I love what I do and you can too. Add me on Facebook. Again, my name is Maya, M-A-Y-A Jordan, and feel free to inbox me for more info. (laughs) <laughs> all right we back we back for the most infamous part of the real talk podcast it is the one known that i call it infamous oh. yes and why wow. every why every time i start to intro to the banter you 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 interrupted we, we already well, here you late come these other elaborate terms of i don't banter. i've been saying infamous for like the last i don't know Three months worth of podcast, if not more than infamous about this thing you barely remember anything you Did say you, have bro? you heard it hung, you just infamous 
Huh? What are you talking about? He said this is infamous. I don't know. He don't. He don't start paying attention to the real top banter until we actually get into the banter. Yeah, don't right. pay attention to the intro. Right, right, right. We, by the time we get to the banter, we we out here late, and but you always know. stop. You always stop in the process. I'm trying to go. Notes. Like I said, we we back for the most infamous part of the real talk podcast. It is the real talk banter. So shout out to uh, uh, Black Car Revolt and Urban Trivia. They are the the people who are facilitating our. Real talk banter. Go ahead and pick up your black your black card revolt or or uh, urban trivia cards online, Amazon, anywhere cards are sold. So here what we gonna do? All right, we gonna go around the room, round the table. You just choose one of your cards and read it off, and it is up up to if it is a one that has an actual answer to it. We just got to figure out the answer, but there should be some in there as well that are are uh, majority, majority rules. rules. Those are the ones we gonna banter over. Okay, and we could actually even banter over whether or not the answer is actually, should actually be the answer on some of these. And so we could do all three and pick up on any three, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, I'm down. Let's go. So we're going to go ahead and start with you then, Jay, since you since you, since you anxious and eager. And now, Jay, what happened? The last what time what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> I told you he don't pay attention until the match will start. It's that age kicking in. What are we it's doing? past his bedtime. <laughs> so, it really is. <laughs> so... Uh, uh, with the cards in front of you, hey, right? We get it old, man. Eleven o'clock is like nap time now. Yeah. <laughs> with the cards in front of you, you got three. You got three sections of cards that you didn't put together. You probably got to take them back apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just gonna go around the room, right? So you pick up a card, and you read your card. Now, if your card is a true fa- is a uh, is a multiple choice or a true false type question, we just gonna answer it, and we can we may talk about whether or not the answer is the right answer or not. But there's some in there as well that are that are open ended. And those are the ones we're going to banter about. Okay. So Jay, you go first, so he because he wasn't here last time we did this, so you can see how how it worked. Alrighty. All right, this is majority rules. Answer the question: What type of church might you be at if the pastor starts singing the latest rap song during his sermon? Uh, a non-denominational church. B, church in the hood. C, a bat sliding church. D, church where pastors wears Jordans. <laughs> Read your options again. Uh, non-denominational church. B, a church in the hood. C, a bat sliding church. Or D, church where the, pa- where the pastor wears Jordans. I'm going to say it's a, pa- a church where the pastor wears Jordans. Um. I feel like if the pastor is up there rocking Jays, he probably gonna do that. That's that's like in the hood. You may or may What's not get it. What's the question? If the pastor starts re- rap, reciting the latest uh, lyrics of a rap album, is this church a non-denominational church, a church in the hood, um, a backsliding church, or a church where the pastor wears Jordans? <laughs> Somebody say E, a church where the pastor has a grill. <laughs> 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 somebody that somebody's trying to talk about you, JC. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That would be a backsliding church. <laughs> Is it a church in the hood or a church backsliding church? Probably church in the hood. No, I'm going I'm going with the church of where's George. This this one's open ended. It's yeah, it's a, it's it's just a, a majority rule type banter, whichever one it winds up being in since since you got an opinion, I got an opinion. JC Jay, you gotta break the tie. What you think it is? Oh, it's definitely church in the hood. Come on now. It's definitely a church in the hood. Come on now. Yeah, I, I've, I, I've had some. I've had been to some churches in the hood, and they ain't, they ain't did that. But every church I have been to, 
where the past was rocking Jays. I've seen it. Not necessarily. I've seen some. Uh, that can include. I've heard that Tupac can... in, 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 in the pulpit. Yeah, but I don't from wear Jordans. From a nigga rocking Jays. I don't wear Jordans, though. <laughs> you don't wear Jordans. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, what you're saying is because you recite the rap lyrics. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that L on that one. Okay. I, I but we are in the hood. <laughs> Alright, let's go ahead and slip one of your cards, JC. Never mind, you type it out, go ahead. Yeah, he's in deep type Somebody's getting that's when I somebody's getting these thumbs busy. That's when I told that hoe. Alright, um which right, ones we reading from? Whichever one you want to pick from, you select just select one. Okay, Urban Trivia. On the fresh uh on the show Fresh Prince. Oh, what God. was the name of Uncle Phil's pool stick? Oh, shoot. Um, y'all better not get this wrong. Y'all, and, and, that's multiple choice. Ain't no multiple choice. Oh, okay. I think it was bull. Betty, but go ahead. <laughs> some bull. Y'all need multiple choice? Yes, but I think it's Betty. It's Lucille. Lucille, Lucille. that's the Bertha, Lucille. Lucy, or Agatha. It's Lucille. It's Lucille. But you said you thought it was Betty. Yeah, at first. <laughs> at first, until I heard Lucille. I said that's why I need the multiple choice to refresh my memory. Y'all suck. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, why I get the lame, easy question? Y'all going to get this. I'm not even going to read the multiple choice because y'all got this one. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. All right. Woo! I'm with the Bible study. <laughs> what did you say? The way, well, the truth, and what? And the light. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa! I need you to spell that because your 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 yeah, it accent. It sounds like you said life or light. Light, light, okay. light, light, light. You said light. Yeah, you right. need you to read your Bible. No, you said what? Hold on, what you Jesus say? is the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. No, he the, said light. No, you said light. That's why. That's why I'm so glad you better come. It's life. No, hold on. L I F E. Boy, you ain't back to that all. Wait a minute. What you say again? No, 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 no. Hey, bro, man, scripture like that. Yeah. Come on. What you say again? Hold on. What you say? What? Hold on. Say that one more time. No, ain't no redos on that one, bro. You. They don't read their Bible at victory at all. Hold on. As 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 the first lady of victory comes in. That's victory empowerment city church ATL. Not victory in Christ ministry. Right. Please get it right. Hold on. Say that one more time. They read that Bible at at Pastor Terry Church at Victory Christ. We can't. We can't go through all the scriptures. They they go through all the scriptures and they and they Bible's expository. <laughs> we do expository. Say one more time. Say one more time. No, we ain't going back I over there. That. That's why when the Bible started, I thought he said strippers the first time. I said, yeah. wait a minute. They do what over there? You you the one over got me almost. <laughs> oh wow. Almost got me over. She's, ne- she's never heard. Almost, she's never heard him say scripture before. Almost got me kicked out of that man church. Somebody like a beat up of Vera Holyfield. <laughs> All right, Jay, go ahead and pick your next one, man. Right now, y'all know how they doing which all one that. Did you, do? you just did it. I just, just pick one, bro. It don't matter which one you pick. Just pick one. I can't believe you. I can't either. The pastor. You thought I ain't here. I ain't here. What you mean? You repeated it 50 times. Wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. If you didn't hear me, I got to know what did you think I said that brought you to light? I think you said, well, who's the truth in the way? Yeah, oh, she Baptist and she got that wrong? 
That's just that's just sad because that that is a Baptist. I need y'all to resolve. That scripture is a Baptist staple. What I, what I am the oh, way, the truth, and the, the light. light. Why do I don't got? Why don't I don't got a, a church? This car? brother said light. I thought you said the way. I think you said the, the something. No, like, you ain't no, Baptist. No, no, you no, ain't no, Baptist. No, you no, old no. fraud. I, I did. I thought he you said old, you old fraud. You been no non-denominational your whole life. There ain't no way you thought I said anything else other than. I read that. I because read mine that came question. in with icy, and I'm trying to figure out where she get icy from. Oh, re re really, really? So yeah, it, it, my my, we ha we had the unrepented Judas halfway under control, and as soon Wait as you walk in, the liar come out of him. Again. You didn't bring me nothing from McDonald's. I know you ain't talking. Oh, oh, I know. As much time you done ate, I'd have been here. Well, Maya sat slaved on that computer for Verizon. See what Why are you out at Longhorn yeah. in Texas Roadhouse? Longhorn. <laughs> say, say, hey, 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 Jay, you see the difference? Yeah, in the same day. You see the difference? I made sure that my wife had one. It's kind of cold. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. You ain't she know. got to look at the bank statement to know you ate. <laughs> or went to the movies. Because if you go in the movies, where are you? Yeah, here you go, Maya. Jay be doing off. No, 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 no. I know. I, 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 I already gave her one. I gave her one before she oh. walked out the door. Oh, you don't want it? No, no. It's an empty box. He ate it. No, oh, no, it's a right there. Oh, nigga, you let me waste a good shopper and cream pound. Y'all should wait for Maya. I should beat the dog mess. It, it ain't gonna be wasted. <laughs> no, no, it's wasted because I could have had two, and I had one because doggone Uber decided that McDonald's couldn't give me eight. Well, let me take that It will be wasted. <laughs> It'll become waste. Yeah. Go ahead, read your card. Read your card, or do you need somebody to read the card for you? All right, this is an easy one. According to Mama, what sort of thing might you not be allowed to do if you're Pentecostal? Everything. A. <laughs> Everything. Play cards. That. B. Go to movies. That too. C. Go out dancing. That too. D. Have fun. D. Have fun. You can't do nothing. All those things are fun. You can't have fun. Well, that's, a, that's a trick question. Is there E? No, it's majority rules. It's, just, it's, just it's D. Have fun because all those things are fun. And as a Pentecostal, I grow Church God Christ Pentecostal. You can't do none of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying everything. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah. Would, would Marvin want to say you couldn't even play baseball? <laughs> <laughs> the question is, what am I allowed to do? And the answer is no, nothing. No, uh, 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 thing. Go ahead, sir. All right. Um, <laughs> correct answer. What's the longest church service ever according to the Guinness Book of World Records? Ooh, Jesse Jesus. Jones. <laughs> yeah, the, the anniversary A, service that Jay Jordan preached. C, uh, B, six hours. C twenty four hours, D fifty three hours. Well, 53. Would, it, well, would be it would be B six hours. That's the one. That's how long it took Jay to preach my anniversary service. But I'm gonna go with twenty four hours. I think fifty three. It was fifty three hours. What was they doing for fifty three hours? I don't know. Nigga, they wrapped Azusa Street up in one. That, that's two days. That was listen. It's a two day service. <laughs> That that was that was well, the a, reason was why, a, the reason a, why a, a I, political I, the filibuster service. The reason why I, I think it is. In 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 the West Coast, they're known for having these 24, 30 hour services over there. That's twenty four to thirty. That's not fifty three. Fifty three. That is two. That is two and a half bimble, days. 
But Bickle, you do know that's probably true. Ain't nobody get saved at all. But, but there's a guy named there's a guy named Bickle in Kansas. Three people City went now to hell though. I promise you. That, that he, <laughs> yeah, at least three. That he's doing twenty four. He's doing twenty four hour services now. Somebody said she said E none. I grew up Kojic. We still in service. Thank you. I appreciate you, yeah. sir. Whoever said it, I can't even look at my phone. My phone Z. got fifteen percent. I grew up Kojic too, and that is exactly true. We still in service right now. Some of us just walked oh, out. This is your this is with Jesse guy. Uh, all right, here we go. This is uh, uh this is Urban Trivia. Okay. Oh, uh, this is a, JC. If you don't get this, I'm gonna be upset. I can't say why, but if you don't get this, I'm gonna be upset with you and Maya. This will be one of a few times I'm gonna be upset with you because you should know this too. I know that if there's nobody else, I know, I know the two of y'all should know this. Here we go. No, nah, no, nah, I can't. I, I can't put this one. I, this one I'm gonna put on him. But I really believe y'all two should know this one. Here All we right, go. What is it? Name that movie. This is a line from a movie. You got to name the movie. I don't even feel like I should have to give the proper choice, but I will. So the name that movie, here's the line. I got to fight every night to prove my love. Oh, man, what? That's five heartbeats. <laughs> I was going to say. If I, if I had <laughs> gotta to fight every night to prove my love. What you doing, my woman? If I had to read the multiple choice, I was gonna be really, I was gonna be really disappointed. Y'all nah, know nah, 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 nah. I'm, I'm not Maya. <laughs> wow, I, I know movies. Wow, my that phone straight over there. <laughs> but, <laughs> my, this well, here the question: right. Did you know that one? Because you said you saw that one. You said one of your favorite ones. You know that one? <laughs> that ain't what I asked. Did I asked you, know you know that line. No, nah, she ain't no uh, line. She, she ain't know that line. She okay. Know. So apparently you she don't know that line. Might knew that line. She just said she didn't. She gave. You didn't know that line. She gave the. All right, I'm gonna do it. I got to fight every night to prove my. Oh my god, go Jay, just yeah, go. I'm sorry. I'm disappointed. You got. You got. Maya, you Maya. Pissed me off the Maya? highest level. Of pissed me. Now Maya, I know you just got here, but you should know this because. Don't you don't you embarrass me, Maya? She about to embarrass. Don't you embarrass me on Facebook? Wait a, wait a second. First of all, I don't think you should be saying "Don't no, you embarrass." This, 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 as this, much this, as every black person knows this. Let's go. Well, but mine's on. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Jay. On the show, Martin. What was his name once he joined the cult? Brother Dynamite, Brother Pilot, Brother Rock, Brother Shaquille Sunflower. Oh, I'm blanking. Hold on. Wait. Damn, hold on. Read that again. Remember he had a half braided. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm trying to get the name. I'm trying to remember the name. What's the options again? Brother Dynamite, Brother Pilot, Brother Rock, Brother Shaquille Sunflower. Dang. Uh, ooh, my, my card might get revoked on this really? one. Really? You don't know this one? I can't think of the top of my head. I thought this was going to be an easement for you. One more time. One more time. Brother Dynamite, Brother Pollock, Brother Rock. Brother Shaquille Sunflower. I think it's. I'm gonna go with Sunflower. I'm gonna go with Shaquille Sunflower. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what it is. Yeah, that just sounds weird. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! They made it to Shaquille Sunflower. Woo! Oh, Z said Shaquille Sunflower too. Yeah. You up, sir? Oh. Mighty, why you speak up? In a sermon battle, who takes the crown? Jamal Bryant. No. Joe, Joe, Joe Osteen, Mike Todd, TD Jakes. What kind of sermon battle are we talking about? Does it depend, does it depends on what kind of message we talk about. Are we talking about straight preaching? It's a sermon battle. I, I'm Jamal's mm. going to have the best title. 
I, I'm, I'm Jamal's going to have the best title out of that group. He, no, Jamal's not going to have the best title, but Jamal's yeah, going to yeah. have. Jamal is going to have. Jamal's going to have the best title. He's going to have, no, have, have the, the best. Be, he's going to have some of the best references. He gonna, he gonna, he's going to have the best. I think he's going to have the best title. Mike Todd is going to have the most controversy. You think you'll have more controversy than, than Jamal? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Ty going, is going to Ty go to shock factor. Jake's, Jake's going to have the most sustenance. Yeah. But we live in a different time, so sustenance doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm going with Joe Osteen. I'm actually going with Jamal. I'm going with Jake's. No, you know why I'm, I'm going with Joe? Right. Because if I guarantee you, if I had to watch the viewer analytics between all four of them service and see who's watching the longest – out of all the people that's watching, so we're gonna, I at think the time Joe Osteen total. total. I think Joe Osteen would have the most people watching for the longest time. Because I know when I listen to Jakes or Jamal or Mike Todd, I'm in and out. I'm not in and out when I when I listen to Jakes. I'm, I, once I'm in, I'm like in. I, I'm I'm in and uh, out. I'm going. I'm gonna stop and don't do something else, and I'm gonna come back see what you talk about. Joe, I don't want to miss nothing. But here's the only I thing. just want to, and that's like most people that listen to Joe. The only, the only thing about it, because it's a battle. I think Jamal's here's going, another reason. Here's another reason. See, when yeah. people go to Mega Fest and Manpower, Women Are Loose, it's not just to hear TD Jakes. Yeah, it's about the lineup and all the other guest appearances that they bring in. Niggas is literally going to stadiums just to hear Joe. Facts. When they so, say a night with Joe, it's literally just Joe. But, so, but, so, <laughs> but, but, to, but to rebut that, so the thing is, the reason that you may not be going just to hear Jake's for or at, at that manpower woman without just whatever he's doing, is because he's built up such a cachet that when Jake's calls, you come. No one, no other pastor for the most part has built it up like that. He's like it's it's like well, it's like I mean, Eddie Murphy for 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 comedians. Ones. I'm not saying I'm not saying there's none. I'm just, I'm saying there's not there's it's not a high number. It's like Eddie Murphy for comedians. If Eddie Murphy calls you to do something with him, you gonna do it. Jake's is that same capacity. But you gotta um, you gotta understand one thing about Jake. Um, do we answer any questions that we may have about God? Yeah, I do actually. Uh, not typically on this because we're recording our podcast and we have like certain subjects that we talk about. But I do go live on Sundays. Um, on uh, first Sundays to take live questions and answers. So if you want to submit a question or something, or if it's something that you got an immediate, immediate need for an answer, you can definitely inbox it to me and I'll get it to you as quickly as I possibly can. Or you what? can just submit the question. And when I go live on my live question and answer on uh, first Sundays at six o'clock, um, when my shepherd talk live, then I can definitely answer it. Well, well, well here's the thing. I'm going to say it like this. Um, dep- I- I'll say this for, for this particular podcast episode. Depending on the substance of your question, we might answer it now because I'm not opposed to shifting out if it, if this is a a question of need and understanding. If this is just some you know some stuff, you know, judge at your own risk. But you know, if this is just some stuff, we can hold that off to another time. Or he answers, or you can inbox me, or or Jay or Jay answer or whatever. But if it's some substance or something that's real pressing on you, yeah, come on with. So go sure. ahead, ask your question, and we'll. we'll, we'll We'll, we'll look at it. We'll, we'll let you know. And the wise council will convene. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? It's um, me. Um, but no, Jamal will win that. Jamal's going to win. We haven't tie broke that yet. Yeah, because you said 
Joel, you said Jamal. I'm saying Jake. So let's, Jamal let's go to that. I'm we're going to have to. We gotta Jamal go, we gotta go to the always preaches better out. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal. But wait, the, the, the thing didn't say you, whether or not they're in their house or not. So that we're going to. We have to assume you gotta, in their house. This going to be a, this gonna be neutral field. This is definitely going to be neutral field. I don't know. If, if, Joel if this went is, to. Did Jamal go to Koji Convocation and rock the house? Joel did. Out this the well. Well, hold on. If we if we talk if we talking about rocking the coach, rocking culture conventions or whatnot, Jake's as a young preacher was called from from way up in the rafters to come down and preach when he wasn't even supposed to be on the card. That's how good he was at a culture con- at a culture conference. So you know, I broke Jake's. That was broke Jake's. You know, Jake was listen, broke. still, but still, but, still, but that's more his vein than it is Joe. Yeah, I, I listen. I've seen I've Joe seen, went Kojic and said, "This is my Bible." <laughs> <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen I've seen Jake's go everywhere everywhere and be able to do I've, much like I've seen Joe. I, I got to throw Jamal Bryan out. I think it really is between no, Joe and Jake's. Jamal, I can't. You can't negate Jamal when it yes, comes yes, I can. to big moments. Listen, wait, wait. Jamal here, delivers. Here, here, here's, here's what disqualifies Jamal, Jamal for me. Jamal has Listen, won the best preaching here's what, in Mexico Here's what disqualifies uh, Jamal for me. All right. Uh, bruh, you, le- you, left your, you left your church. To come to a well-known church to mess up the well-known church. Well, that's, that's all I'm saying. We ain't talking about pastoring. Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired. This is common knowledge. This ain't, this ain't nothing I made up. This ain't speculation. Okay, but this just, is factual. This is, we, we, we're talking about sermon for sermon. Jamal, yes, his sermons is, is what messed it up. Jamal is going to hang with us on, on a sermon battle. Jamal, Jamal ain't Dewey. No, he ain't doing. it. Dude wasn't on the list. Dude wasn't on the list. It's been easier. Here, what we do? Cause we we can't we can't agree. We got two more over here, panel. Who you you your list is down to three now? Cause we got to break up the tie. Is it Jamal? Is it Jake's? Or is it Joel? Or is it Mike Todd? They can they can throw in 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 a sermon battle. Who who you got? Who you got? Jake's. Who you got? All right, we tired. Uh, Joe tired. I Joe told you, Jake. Jamal is gone. All right, now we got to choose between Joe and Jake's. Tell y'all, don't sleep on Joe. Don't sleep. I, to- I told you I knew it was between Joe and Jake's. Like Joe is like, I believe my own right. wife gonna do that to me. All right, here's the vote. It's a sermon battle. That's he like listen. He lost. Jamal he was destroyed. We Jamal, may not be able to agree you know on Jamal, Jamal or Jakes, but one thing we can agree on is Jamal lost. All right, ladies and gentlemen, next year game changer. Oh, Jamal Bryant. <laughs> we are bringing Jamal Bryant oh, to game changers and having him and Jesse the same night. Hey, wait, wait, at wait, this wait, point, he'll come. Hold on. <laughs> we, 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 we got we got one of the comments coming. It came in from uh, from Zania. She says, "Jakes." Yeah, I knew Jay. It's over. There it is. Jake's one. She not on the panel. Hey, listen. <laughs> she said uh, Joe puts it to sleep. She, she wow. think Jamal is pretty silent. Is pretty solid, but but Jake's in all caps. So we're all right, Jake's. We'll give it. Like, what, 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 what a close mention, yeah. Jamal. I knew that Joe was going give to be. To Jake. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> hey, that get ready. That get ready. Help folk out. Okay, here we go. This is a banter of majority uh, of majority sad rules. It, oh, it's not sad at all. Um, if your family prays out loud at the buffet for other people to hear, you are either Baptist, My apostolic, Kojic, 
Or grateful y'all ain't fighting. Grateful y'all ain't fighting. At least my family. I'm saying Baptist. My family. I'm going, I'm going Kojic, but that's but that's based off of my personal experience. I, I'm going Baptist because if we don't do nothing else, they gonna pray with that food. Not just pray over the food, but we are gonna give it a show. <laughs> oh, oh no! We I'm can't even listening. we can't even do that amongst ourselves without without going to church. Listen. You gonna think the Baptist brought a Hammond to the buffet with him? <laughs> Ain't never like a good hammer. No, no. Listen, I, 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 listen. All I can tell you is my is my personal experience, where we have been at the Old Country Buffet. Oh no, and, don't go Old Country. Yeah, yeah. And, and and Church of God in Christ was there. This is during our Holy Convocation, State Convocation. Um, and we bunch of church members had gotten there. We weren't even there all together. This is this is how jacked up we are. We had ju- it just happened to be that a bunch of us came to that restaurant to eat in between mm-hmm. services. And so well, somebody got the praying. It was the unofficial fellowship hall of all churches. It, it, it was, it was. But so one somebody got and the praying. Yeah. And all we heard was Father God in the name of Jesus. And then you heard the church mother, mm, yes, Lord. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And then this sit-down prayer over food turned into Every Church of God in Christ member nigga in there standing up holding hands and we had a 10 minute prayer over the doggone food. Well, see, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. We don't stop with prayer. <laughs> we go into whole church services as Baptists. <laughs> we the question give you wasn't a, about service. The we're going to give you, <laughs> we're going to take that prayer, turn it into a line hymn. <laughs> And then it's going to turn into an A and B choir selection with all the parts and somebody directing. And what's so crazy about it is the niggas that don't go to church going to join in. <laughs> Every video I have seen where niggas have broken out in song in some random fast food restaurant or restaurant has been culture folk. That's all I can say. Now, Baptists do it. No, we, I didn't we, say they don't. Listen, I know some Baptists. We, I know we, they do it. We, I'm we, just saying we, the we, ones we, that be caught on tape that I have we, seen. Ba- y'all, Baptists definitely the kings of the turn up. There is there's one there's one video I can't I promise you I, I ain't seen it in years and it was some Baptist folk where where it started out with a couple of them singing and and some nigga brought in from his car came went out and brought in his little keyboard and they played and had a full blown concert in the place mm-hmm. so I'm I'm not saying y'all don't do it but the question on? wasn't about who gonna have church in the middle of the restaurant it is who who are you well is it really prayer if the power of God don't fall. <laughs> But does but does but does someone have to preach a word in order for in order for the power of God to fall? That's the problem with y'all back we, we, All y'all we, time all we get so word. full off of God in prayer that we got to go for the whole experience. <laughs> <laughs> so we got uh uh Zania with me again says, Coach, I appreciate you. God is gonna bless you for agreeing with the man of God. The hey hey hey, God gonna bless her. We got we understand our trauma. <laughs> oh Jesus. Alright, so Jay, you up. <laughs> I'm going by the urban trivia. This is... <laughs> On the movie Friday, how much money did Smokey's mom give him to buy some cigarettes from the store? A one dollar, B five dollars, C ten dollars, D seven dollars. Five dollars. Damn, stop. Hold on. I think it was a dollar. One dollar. Yeah. I thought it was five. I 
Nah, he uh, said, that's what I'm going to do with a dollar. Yeah, but I, in, my mind, in my mind, I'm hearing five. <laughs> Make it why. enough. <laughs> that was my line right there. Make it enough. Girl, All right, so let's see. Know. On the movie Spider-Man, Into mm -hmm. the Spider-Verse. Ooh, I've seen this. Which iconic shoe is Miles Morales known for wearing? The Jordan Concord 11s, the Jordan Chicago 1s, the Air Jordan Fire Red 3s, or Spidey shoes? Spidey shoes. I'm going to say Spidey shoes because I don't know nothing about shoes all like that. Y'all see my shoe game. My shoe game is horrible, so we're just going to go ahead and say Spidey I don't shoes. shoes <laughs> we're going to say Spidey shoes. It was shoes. the Chicago 1s. It was? Yeah, didn't you see Into the Spider Verse? Yeah, when it first came out years ago. I don't see the ones. <laughs> Yeah, years ago I would have been the answer like it was the ones <laughs> <laughs> alright yeah, they go on Urban Tribute let me go with one too okay this one decent on the show The Proud Family I remember that who Venus. was the voice of Wizard Kelly was Wizard. it A Aerie Spears B Arsenio really? C John Amos or D Cedric the Entertainer. I don't even know that character. Um, I know Arsenio Hall. You going with Arsenio? I've never seen Proud Family. Take a guess. Ar <laughs> the shock over over to my right. Ar Ar Arsenio. So <laughs> Who's that? Arsenio. Nah, not Arsenio. I mean, you said John. Him. No, not John. Who you who you say? <laughs> no, not Cedric. It was Ari Spears. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, it like that would be his thing. All right, Jay, come on. Let's go. Let's get this. On the show Moesha, oh, who Jesus. was Moesha's brother? A, Ray J, B, Miles, C, Akeem, D, Quincy. Somebody who got Miles. sick of It is Miles. <laughs> all right, so. All right. On the show Fresh Prince. Oh, God, you got a first first question. What's Josh Free's middle name? <laughs> oh, um, Fella, I know this one. Butler, mm -mm. Barbara, or Ramon? Barbara. Is what? What's the question? Oh, Jeffrey's middle name. Oh, Barbara. It's Barbara. Barbara. Yeah. Don't ask me how I know that. I just know that. Because they was all shocked about <laughs> it, like Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they got to do that in the remake. Let's go to the word of God. Oh, God. According to the Bible, which one of these things is worse than an unbeliever? Is it A, a loose woman? B, J. Jordan, a liar? J. Jordan? I'm in the list? <laughs> yeah, a liar. C, how did I get my name in here? My likeness. An evil spirit? Or D, a man that doesn't provide for his family. You saying loose woman? What'd you say, Pastor? Apostle J. Jordan? What was it? it was loose woman? What was the other three? Loose woman, a liar, an evil spirit, or a man that doesn't provide for his family. A liar. Which is worse than unbeliever. You say a liar? So for somebody who believes that, you show lie a lie. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> what you got, sir? Loose woman. Woo, Jesus, y'all, y'all don't understand how wrong y'all are. Uh, it, it is the McDonald's man. It's a man who does not provide for his family. Ah, oh. hmm. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> he was doing his. All right, go, go, Jay. Ah, uh, Thurgood, what? 
I was I've never seen that show in day in my life. But okay, Third Good Stubbs was a character. Oh, that's on um, um, nineties TV PJs. show. Family Matters, PJs, Malcolm and Eddie, or Wayne's or Wayne's brother. PJs, that's the PJs. You should be ashamed of yourself for admitting out loud you ain't never seen the PJs. I only seen a couple episodes. It wasn't even. All right, here we go. When the show Insecure, what was the name uh, Kickbacks Issa of the Kickbacks Issa would have with her girls? Uh, Big Back and B Boo, Wind Downs, Kick Back and Chill, Kiss and Grind. I'm gonna call. I think it's Wind Downs. I think. Wind Downs. It is definitely Wind Downs. They made that one too easy. Jesse Jones. Is you giving us more cards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Are these my cards right here? Yeah, yeah. I thought he was almost over. All right, no, Jesse. I know, right? Oh, we ain't got to go through all of them, but just, you know, just the. Jesse's like, here's a couple more cards. Keep the fuck going. Getting good. On the show, Martin, why did Marvin lie about being Martin's son? Was it A, he didn't like his dad? B, he was his biggest fan. C, he didn't want to move to Arizona. Or D, he didn't know his dad. He didn't want to move to Arizona. He didn't want to go to Arizona. He didn't want to go to Arizona. It's correct. All right, come on, Jay. Let's roll it. Let's see. Let's do some majority. What might mama tell you before going to any store? A, don't, don't touch, touch nothing. nothing. B, don't ask for nothing. That part. C, don't look at nothing. D, all the above. D, all, all the above. above. <laughs> <laughs> all the above. All right. Majority rules. Every church choir has one of these. Can we wait until the answers is read? <laughs> I got bad, to treat y'all bad. like it's a graduation ceremony. Please my wait till everybody bad. walks the stage. Hold your applause. All right, here we go. Every church choir has one of these. A, a director who hollers at the choir. B, person who shouts every song. C, person who doesn't want to be there. (laughs) D, person who cannot clap and sway at the same time. I'm going with... I'm going D. I'm going D as well. It's absolutely... It's definitely somebody who can't clap clap and sway like that. Bump me again. Bump me again. Throwing the whole vibe off up here. I promise you, if you bump me again. (laughs) All right, here we go. I'm going to go with the other majority rules over here. All right, all right. Since we do, I can can add this part in and still be the same thing. What might you see in your local hair or nail salon or barbershop? Because we ain't doing none of the others. Um, An oil man, a CD DVD man. A booster with baby clothes, or a D, all of the above. I'm going with oil man. You're going to see that more than you see anything else. Yeah, oil man, definitely. I, if this wasn't 2022, I would have gone with a CD DVD man. But since we're in 2022, ain't nobody doing CDs DVDs no more. I would have went with if it wasn't 2022. Oh no, this is 2006. Them oil niggas seven? come in with them oils like, yeah, this right here, this that nah. juice. This, this is curved. If this is 2000. Like, nigga, it ain't curved, it's oil. Listen, <laughs> in, my, in my barbershop back in the day, bro, the CD DVD man had his own booth in the barbershop. It wasn't, it, nobody had to come in. He was already there. Yeah, I feel that. But that was the same thing about the oil person, too, so. Jay? All right. We can go a couple more of these and, and, and then call it. 
Correct answer. What well, does P? What does PK oh, mean? Prayer king, pastor, kindness, preacher, kid, prayer, and knowledge. Preacher, kid. What did you say, P King? Yeah, you know, PK. What is PK? No, nah, that's not what you said when he read no. it. No, no, the first, the first, <laughs> first one is pre- king. Pastor King. No, but when he read the question, I he said, said P King. No, I said, what is PK? <laughs> that's why I'm like, nigga, what, duck? That's Chinese food. That's what it is. <laughs> I know when I heard some food come out there. <laughs> JC said, my stomach has fucked Your stomach's a root. You <laughs> <laughs> spoke to his spirit. All right. Uh, what's something that people need to stop selling on social media? Oh, please wait till all these answers is read. Hold on, hold on. This is this hold is what we banned over the last time around. What's so something good. that people need to stop selling on social media? Hair growth pills, dreams, waist trainers, booty, booty, booty. I'm going with dreams. <laughs> Cause them niggas be on there lying. But you got to remember, it's all social media. It's not just Facebook and and, and stuff. It's the them, booties being sold. The booty all, be all, dreams all. too. <laughs> <laughs> you have effectively with that argument, you changed my answer. Right. We gonna go ahead and go with dreams. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's funny. Uh, I know, right? Oh my god, buy my ebook. Oh, okay. Trivia. On the movie Friday, what was Smokey's mama name? Was it D, Arlene, C, Deborah, B, Pamela, or A, Joanne? Wasn't it Deborah? Deborah. Y'all say Deborah? Well, it was either Deborah or Joanne. I, I can't remember. I thought it was Deborah. Got it. I don't remember what you. What you she on the machine scene Friday. Um, it is, <laughs> and listen, it is a good chance when we're talking about you, Maya. You have not seen the movie. Yeah, have you seen Friday? Definitely seen Friday. Okay, it is okay. Joanne. No, it's, not Friday. I'm saying it's either yeah. Deborah or Joanne. No, and and and, and no, um, it's it, we're not talking about the actual day Friday. We're talking about the movie go, Friday. Go, we know you saw the day Friday. That's funny. <laughs> She she used to not see Friday till Saturday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not TJI Friday's the restaurant. Right. right. <laughs> what might mama say you need to order to get some McDonald's? A job, a clue, good grades, or McDonald's money? McDonald's money. McDonald's money. Definitely McDonald's money. Alright, which TV mom do you wish was your own? Claire Huxtable, Harriet Winslow, mm, Aunt Viv, or Mama Payne? Here's a good debate, though. I'm listening. Um, listen. Aunt Viv. Nah, Which I'm, one? I, right. That's a, I, I'm going with Claire. I had a crush on Claire. I'm going with Mama Payne. Listen, Mama Payne's a good... It's a good Mama but, Payne was Martin? Yeah. All the other moms was born. <laughs> Mama <laughs> Payne. Every time she came on the scene, it was an issue. Yeah, and she, but maybe she came flipping in the church. Yeah, yeah but you know. I ain't I'm never heard nobody else trip over their mama biscuits. Listen, I get you. I get you. Yeah, but, we heard um, mama paying biscuits with the bomb. But, but Claire was rich, and so that means I get some money. I saw, is she I saw a real her, mama if she ain't got I a saw, mustache? I saw, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> 
<laughs> she's a grand, she's a grandmama. She got a mustache. <laughs> and that's my point. So she was a mama because she was a black mama because she ready to beat some niggas. She got some great quotables. You went to the, you want you. I'm sorry. To, I, I know this. I know that this is probably wrong, but. Claire Huxtable, I stopped lying Claire, like Claire Huxtable when I started seeing Felicia Rashad in certain other shows. I get you. No, I get you. She I played them moms too well. I, listen. Down in the wall. She, but that's, that, that, is, that is a tribute to her reign and Felicia Rashad is uh, a national treasure Wesley who does Deeds, not mama. get the kind of respect she deserves. We need to give Felicia Rashad some more flowers. Yeah. She, but, I'm sure she's had enough. Nah. <laughs> she needs more because Bill Cosby has ruined some her, of that. Her, 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 her next flowers is coming when she gets to the other side. Marlon Gary got some Marlon Gary got her flowers. <laughs> and the dove. Oh man. That's so messed up. <laughs> I <laughs> Here, here, here's a hard one. Marlon Gary buries everybody. <laughs> yeah, CD White and Sons going to get her to take care of. Nice little floor arrangement. Not, not CD White. <laughs> yeah. They're going to go smooth. Smooth got it. <laughs> Y'all get off of my mama. Keep my mama's name out your. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry, Z. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, it's like, I'm sorry. All right, this is going to suck all the air out the room because it's a corny oh, question. I didn't, I, I, just, I just picked White. it up. <laughs> what Bible story can you find the most children, excuse me, can you find most children's ministries doing? Daniel in the lion's den, David and Goliath, Noah in the flood, Jesus' birth. It's Jesus' birth. Dang, it's a, that gotta be a tie between Noah and the flood and Jesus' birth. I was thinking David and Noah is 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 the is the two is the tie between. Jesus, Jesus only gets done during Christmas. David gets done three and four times a year, and so does Noah. Not no more. <laughs> I'm 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 definitely gonna say because every church yeah, does, Jesus does Jesus' birth. Okay, I, listen, I, I'm not I'm not gonna fight that one. I, I really ain't. I ain't gonna fight that. I, one. I played wise men once. See, I can see that. Get the grill. Uh, yeah, I, I, I brought myrrh. And it was bitter indeed. <laughs> I'm done. According to, I hate you so much. According to women, what's something that man should still do? A, hold doors. B, pay bills. C, pull out chairs. D, believe in marriage. E, beat them cheeks. What's the option? What? Got? <laughs> what? Wow. The, cor- wow. <laughs> the chorus of the what is that was five part harmony between two people. Listen, y'all, y'all didn't expect that from me, but I'll beat JC to the point. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I was not going there. I would have said clap them cheeks. I was thinking. Whatever I beat them cheeks, but I clap them. No, sound a little eye like I turn over here. Right. Hey, some women like it violent. You, know, you, gotta, you gotta beat it. Violence is going on here. Murder <laughs> oh. Man, Jesus Christ. Put it in the grave. What in the Funeral grave? service. What in the... <laughs> slip you over the couch with a deck of cards is going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh Sometimes God. you gotta cremate it. Um, anyway, wait, go ahead. Wait, 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 wait a minute, bro. Cremate? Wait, wait a minute. Hey, you want some old Jeffrey Dahmer? <laughs> 
Hannibal Lecter over, over here. here. <laughs> oh, we got Paul Beer over here. Hey, <laughs> what in the world? What's your name? Um, Toby. So, oh, that's cool so cool cool what, cool what, cool what, what, what's the options? Please it, tell it, me the it, options it was again. Hold doors. Hold doors. Pay bills. Pay bills. Pull out gear. Pull out gear. Believe in mirrors. It's definitely pay bills. This is one begging, begging tail generation. Uh-huh. said pause. I just want to acknowledge that yeah, yeah, she said that's, pause. Yeah, she thought you talking about you pause. I still want to acknowledge it. I still want to acknowledge I, it. I say paying bills. This is the most begging generation. Yeah. They think that the day after y'all met, you're supposed to be ready to pay bills. Listen, there is a uh, video that my wife showed me on Facebook. I had this chick tell me after a couple conversations. She said, uh, I sat there and I told you, you know, all the stuff that I was going through and what my needs were. And you ain't had enough manly sense to step up and be a man about it. I said, nigga, what? I know. I'm not your nigga. Listen, there's a, like what? There's a this video that Philander showed me that, that's been floating around on Facebook. We I don't know if it's a it's a joke or not. All I know is this chick is pissed off. It's her birthday, and she pissed off with her man because he wouldn't pay for her eighteen friends. The hell with her. First of all, who got eighteen friends? Like, told I mean you know she you might have some associates. You know females don't like for people. And most of the chicks in there, most people in there were chicks. So you know that was a lot. 18 female friends, but we won't know that. But so oh, yeah, Jalisha on there getting my viewers. She got all these people on her prophetic live. Hallelujah. I'm getting ready to say party over here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, uh, 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 it's, it's, yeah, money. <laughs> yeah, it's they money. definitely made that up. Uh, let's see here. What sale can you find every black mom at? Again, wait for the answers. <laughs> what sale can you find every black mom at? Macy's, the local grocery store, J.C. Penney's, or Coach? That's a toss-up for me between J.C. Penney and Macy's. J.C. Penney. It, it's, it's not even a toss-up between J.C. Penney and Macy's. It's J.C. Penney's. Yeah, they all going to especially and, they and, 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 especially off of Scarborough. Yeah, the see, J.C. Penney outlet see, when it was yeah. school time. But see, that's and, that's the different. That's different in, in Pittsburgh where I grew up. They were, they were both, and they were both big, and they, they were, were they were yeah, they, they, was, they both big. No, no, but when you, they were, they up, were both, when you grew up, it was Macy's. They were both. Packed. It wasn't Lazarus. No, no, oh no, no, no. What? What? Listen, all I know is. There were three stores that I can't even remember the third name of the third one. I know the third Sears? one's gone. No, no, no. That's Sears. Woolworth. Woolworth. It was Woolworth, Lazarus, and JCPenney. Woolworth Penny. was the first one we was going to. And that's where we spent well, all the Woolworth majority of our had, money. Woolworth had the, the food court. See, JCPenney yeah. only had popcorn and candy. Yeah. But Woolworth had well, the whole was, food, was, court, food court. We wasn't going to JCPenney Woolworth for the food court. We was going to the Woolworth because oh, it was cheaper. We went to JCPenney and I mean, to, uh, Woolworth and Shotstein's for the food court. My, we used to go over there and chill while they shot. They took they took <laughs> us to they took us to Woolworths. Well, first actually it was, a store, nice it was a store called Hills, too. but y'all don't know nothing about Hills. Kmart had Little Caesars. Yeah. How do you know about Hills? 
How do you know about hills, nigga? Because my nigga. Because Maya's because Maya's half white. You know they all. No, because she no. That's that's not a white thing. That's an East Coast thing. Hills. Z said the grocery store. store, but see, our moms had a way around that. They either they went to the meat packers outlet and yep. save a lot. Yeah, Sam's and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam's Club back when Sam's Club was selling the big pallets and stuff. It, 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 mm-hmm. so yeah, that's that's how that, how that happened. That's that's why I don't like spam to this day. But that's a whole other. You don't like spam? Spam. Uh, spam was good. No, no. So you and don't understand. George's Market. This is when we had food spam stamps in the went booklet. From Sam's Club. Yeah. Full palette of spam. Oh, that's good eating. No, no, no. That's good. You don't eating. understand. I'm traumatized by this mess. So my mom I had to been do some traumatized. A full palette of spam. Listen, I like spam, but, no, but you know, I used to, I used to like spam. But here's the you problem get the little with gelatin it. on the so, on the corner. And this is why, before my dad died, he was never. He, we stopped him from cooking. Oh, we he was had never Australia allowed to cook and Ghana in here tonight. Again. So what happened? Y'all was, international. This what apostolic up? anointing is going international. <laughs> Shaba. Uh, until I until I, I claimed myself as Apostle Greenlee, I wasn't getting in that international view. That I is done, true. That is I true. I done moved from regional to international. <laughs> this is big things popping. Australia coming up next. I'm not even gonna deal with the spam story. We're gonna go we gonna go on with that, but that's hilarious. Alright, go ahead. What up, Ghana? How you doing? Um, so alright, here is another majority of rules. Alright, so what's something your mama told you to do? That she could do herself. Get the remote. A, can I, I'm, in the words of JC, can we finish the question before Jesus. answers come out? Oh, Auntie crowd. <laughs> A, take the chicken out. B, turn the light out. C, watch her kids. D, go to the store. Turn the light out. I'm wow. mad that there's one As more. As a parent. Listen, no, I'm mad there's one more. I'm to quick to tell my kids to come all the way from their room to my room to hit the light. I'm I'm just <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm I'm listen. No, I, I, I get I lay it. down. I'm not getting up. I don't care if the switch is right next to the bed. I get <laughs> it, but I'm I'm a little mad that that there's one more that's not added to this list that should be, which is can you get the remote or get me something to drink? That, my mom was good for that. I'm on a third floor of the house. The, the remote is no further from her. No, it was that's either, right it was either get the light or take said, the. It was either get the light or take the chicken out. Man, the way my mom would call Jesse Jones, ma'am. Come here! And I'm running down steps because when she said come here without the without fully enunciating her words, she meant it. So I'm running down steps. Yes, ma'am. Can you hand me the remote, please? Nah. Hey, the remote. You could have just stretched the time it took Bro, me. A was get the chicken. Take the chicken out and 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 get the light. That was hey, that was my mom. Hey, All right, come or, on, Jay. Or, get your last or one. Or my favorite. Was, she'd hold a, she'd hold her empty cup out and say, "Can you just get me something to drink in the kitchen right there?" Anyway, right. go ahead. So this is interesting. Love you, late great mama. What's hurting? What's I'm hurting the community the worst? What's what? What's hurting the community worse? The worst. Reality shows, police violence, Republicans. D. I have no idea. Um, I would have to say that Jay lying hurts the hurts her community a whole lot. Lying people in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's hurting the community. <laughs> we have an idea, just ain't listed. No. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go with God dog reality TV. Read this again, so reality no, TV. Uh, reality uh, shows or Republicans violence. Republicans, I have no idea. If I got, I know, I know, all my woke folk want me to say police violence, but you know. if I got to go off of that list, I got to go with reality shows. I'm with you. I'm on reality TV because everybody wants to be a reality star. Nobody wants to be a doctor. Look, when we get old, we are gonna have to fend for ourselves for medical care. 
Well, he he because these niggas don't want to go to school, be educated, be doctors, lawyers, nothing. Here's here's the thing. So Jesse, you better go deep. With, with not really. Uh, with with Republicans, we fi- we fight against Republicans all the time. We try to anyway. Police violence. We're always trying to protest police violence. Ain't nobody doing about reality shows. There's a new reality show popping up every day. So yes, it's reality shows. If it's on Zeus, I'm watching. <laughs> All right, here it we go. Really, it really should be people watching reality shows. Which to TV series originally popularized the notion of black Jesus? Fresh Prince, Amen, Good Times, Family Matters. Good times. I'm going with Amen. So it's definitely good times. Good times. Yeah, it's definitely good times. See, Amen threw you off because that was a church show. I didn't. I didn't watch a whole lot of Good Times. I watched way more Amen what? than Good Times. I didn't say I didn't watch it all. I watched a lot more Amen than I ever did Good Times. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you also got to remember. Well, see y'all, y'all yelling at me, so I really don't probably. Listen, first of all, listen, they probably let's, think let's, my let's, phone is froze. Let's, let's, <laughs> let, 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 let me let me go ahead and use and say the unpopular opinion. I was never really a Red Fox fan either. So you know, I mean, I I, I respect him as a legend, but you know, there's a bunch of shows. There's a bunch of our shows what from that Fox era. Yeah, what does that got to do with anything? That's Sanford, son. That's two different shows. Yeah, well, tomato, whatever. Hey, did you see the episode where we had Fox starting the church? Yeah. Hey, that's the funniest. <laughs> hey, that. <laughs> that what? Yeah. yeah. Benny? Didn't really do a whole lot for me. He said, we swallowed it and shut up. That bird was in the background. Oh, tap it. <laughs> I swear to God, I never heard that until like a couple years ago. He called her a fat bee and the bird was like, ah, fat bee. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I finally heard it all day. I could not stop. I said, this nigga's just wild for putting that in there. It's the details. (laughs) Oh, Jesse, you about to make a dissertation. No, I'm about to make my question. Okay, go ahead. Uh, what's the this is a majority rule what's the first thing they're going to ask you to do when visiting a new church give an offering <laughs> they, don't, they don't even ask business to stand no more we can just stop with that that's number two is stand come to the altar say something to your neighbor say something to your neighbor give an offering give an offering cause them envelopes is so you can give an offering yeah they gonna and they gonna hand them to you at the door, or they gonna be sitting right soon, there in your face on the back of the pew. Soon as somebody re- re- realize they don't recognize your face, can you fill out this business form and, mm-hmm. and, and and let us know where we can collect your money from? Yep. They might give off. They don't ask visitors to stand no more. Mm-hmm. No, they don't do that anymore. Mm-mm. Pass them plates. All right, make sure you y'all got one more, don't you, Jay? Yeah. How you got one more? We. I don't know. You, you handed me. You handed the cards. I handed out the same out to everybody. I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Ask her. Go ahead. Ask her. Card you gave me. Well, go ahead and ask her. Go ahead. And ask her. <laughs> Which hymn was not written by a black American? Go tell it on the mountain. Did we ask this last time around too? I think we I did. Think so. I don't know. Take my hand, precious Lord. Amazing grace. He got the whole world in his hand. Go tell it on the mountain. Is it? I, I was going to say amazing grace. Mesh grass was a no. And Jay, why did you ask the question so far from the dog over? Didn't we have this conversation? So so what's the answer? Amazing grace. I knew it. 
I knew it. I thought you knew that, Jackson. I don't remember from week to week. You, you know I'm know why? Because Amazing Grace, name the songs again. I'm going to prove something to you. Um, it's Amazing Grace, uh, Go Tell on the Mountain, Take My Hand, Precious Lord, and he got the whole world in his hands. Out of all of those, mm-hmm. Amazing Grace has the most substance. Yep, that's true. In terms of its 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 literature. It sounds like a nigga wrote Go Tell It on the Mountain. <laughs> and Precious Lord Take My Hand. And and he and he got the whole world in his hand. <laughs> the views expressed <laughs> by JC Wallace <laughs> and the Atlanta Church. Listen. Twas Grace. What? <laughs> That's we gonna get to black people gonna write get to the street like it sound like for real for real. Go tell on the mountain sound like it started out as a originally as a petty song, like <laughs> when, when, when somebody's kid got in trouble and they was mad and they was and they they tried to bark back at their parents and their parents was like, "Well, go tell it on the mountain." <laughs> I hate you <laughs> over the so hills and everywhere. <laughs> so much. I he got you. the whole world in his hands. That definitely some nigga stuff right there. That's definitely some Negro stuff right there. And then what's the other one? Um, he had his whole on his hand. Go tell him out the precious Lord. Precious Lord. Now I knew precious Lord was. But now Lord, that listen screams Negro. Yes. <laughs> somebody, yeah. somebody sung that. Somebody yeah. sung that right That's after they got some lashes on the back. My hand. Leave me on. Let me stand. Now here's here's the part where you know. Here it is. I'm tired. I'm weak. I'm one. I'm crying. Here, man, take these cards. I'm trying to put them up, but y'all, y'all didn't put them in, uh, keep them in the same order. I did. What? Oh, All the, we did Black, was... Black Panther dropped a new trailer tonight. It, it looks so lit. It looks super lit. It, it was better than the first trailer for the first time they made that movie. Yeah, it's about, it's about to be dope. It's about to be dope. This might be Oscar winning material. It should. Yeah, yeah, it should. It should. It won't, cause black folks is involved. But you know what? Kiki Palmer's won Oscar for no. I did last time. I took pictures with real Africans in my dashiki. They was wait, like, "Hey, come get a picture with." Wait, me. wait, wait, wait. You said, uh, "Oh, you said took pictures with?" Cause I thought you said you took pictures of. And I'm like, "This nigga went to the movie <laughs> and was never pictured no, a random African." No, they was like, "Come get in the picture, man. Come in." They thought I had a real dashiki. Got it from Amazon. <sighs> You know yeah, you just know got the there from, that you know day. You got to do from God on here. You know you ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> you supposed hey, to. Hey, we, we going deep for Black Panther. We got to go deep when Black Panther drop. Maya, all right. So listen, I'm wearing a whole Black Panther suit. <laughs> what? Can you fit? It's gonna be stomach, wow. stomach out noise. Gonna look like <laughs> Wakanda <laughs> spandex. The rebirth of Fat Panther. I'm wearing. Now. I'm wearing uh, spandex <laughs> made out of uh, vibranium. What? They, they, might have, they, might have, they might have to pee. 
they gonna be like, they gonna be like, this is Black Panther or Black Panther. <laughs> I know we can't see Black Panther, not Black Panther. What's going on? Look like over here, look like Panda Express over here. He came in here looking like Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> Dismiss us, Jesse, please. <laughs> oh, no, man. Let's get it all out. Let's get it all out. Uh, uh, like, sir, Black Adam don't come out for another three more months. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. My God. <laughs> oh, my God. So, this has been another edition of the Real Talk yes. Podcast. As you can see, we, on, we ain't got no sense. Come on next time. Come on and continue to join with us in having no sense as we continue to do this podcast. Each and every two weeks, <laughs> I almost said each and every week, and that's a lot. Each every other week, as we as we drop this podcast, yeah, let me get a uh, JC, go ahead and let, oh, tell God. before you get a bend. Well, let me do it this way then. Uh, um, liar, liar, would you please tell me where to find you at? Yeah, you can find me. I just can't believe this. The fact he knows his name, he knows. Yeah, his yeah, name. you can find me. You're proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> liar, go. All right, so you can find me. <laughs> <laughs> we got. <laughs> It's late, y'all. Oh God, we got church tomorrow, eleven thirty, y'all. At the I table. don't. I know you got. We don't take breaks over here. I'm thinking about, I'm th- I'm thinking about calling the sick that's myself. Because, that's because you love to lie. You don't have to take a break from lying. Lying is easy. We're we ain't gotta study the lie. Our church is like bitch but man. We will stand until something happens that I can't stand no more. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so- <laughs> Maya, get ready. Get ready. It took him 77 years to get there, so I am. Come on, a, man, close. Victory Empowerment City Church, 38. Man, 30, going to be Baptist. 30, 34. <laughs> <laughs> Can't give a Baptist preacher the mic at the end of the service? 3845 North Drew Hills Road, Decatur, Georgia. Zip code is 30033. Right there on the second floor. You can meet us every Sunday, 1130 a.m. Also, Houston, Texas at 1030 See, they ain't even handicapped accessible at Victory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right for all the handicapped in their mind. Uh, wow. anyhow, I'm going to jump in now They only take handicaps with legs <laughs> I'm going to jump in and say mine Before I give it over to you to, to close this out oh, uh, Listen uh, I'm not going to tell y'all where y'all can find me Because I'm technically still on vacation So you'll know when to find me in August This is me All right, Pastor. Uh, this uh, is Apostle. me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah It's me Pastor on break I am JC Wallace Everywhere Or I work for JC Everywhere uh, either way, you're going to get linked to the same pages. So, I have J.C. Wallace. I work for J.C. Um, yeah, so, buy your heads. Shaba. <laughs> and now unto him who was able to keep oh, me from falling, present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior. Be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. And the saints of God said amen. It's been a Real Talk Podcast. Y'all have a blessed evening. This is Real Talk, Real Talk Radio. This is Real Talk, High Praise Ministries presents Real Talk, Real Talk. This is Real Talk, Real Talk Radio. This is Real Talk, High Praise Ministries presents Real Talk, Real Talk. Real talk.